This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by tapping your back pocket to feel that your wallet's there. Uh, one way to not derail your entire afternoon. Hello! Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Ted Burton, with me today all the way from the from south of the equator. It's Joel Chaco. I keep on. Hola, bien chara! Tab, it's been a long time since you and I have done a show together. What are we at it, now? This is like seven episodes in between now, I think. It's been quite a few. Yeah, you mentioned it when we were in pre-show and i was like yeah you're right it was like january yeah something like that it, and i think I, I think um i'm now allowed back on the show proper because for like i think two episodes in a row i was the only one without a beard and so oh. you know beard season is back because it was just too freaking hot to, to keep doing the show uh or because like a lot of the times I have to like turn the air conditioning off and turn off the, the fan. Cause it's just too much noise. It's picked. I, I mean, sometimes it doesn't get picked up, but I pick it up the whole time. So this time around, yeah, it's, it, it's back in, in its full glory and it's in its gray, gray glory. <laughs> and, uh, um, but uh, yeah, man, we got a lot to catch up on. I think, I think, we it, do. you know, like, yeah, I've, I've been sitting on, sitting on a couple of stories to, to share with you. I, I uh, actually, the last time, um, I guess the last time you and I were, well, the last time I was on a show, uh, you were technically on the show, but like added in post, right? Yeah. Like uh, uh, on my last episode, I was here. So, uh, I, and I love that, by the way. Actually, you know what? Like, if you do that again, like, you know, that's kind of a nice an touch. Episode. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, if, no, 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 not not that if you miss an episode, <laughs> if you miss an episode, that would be the way to go. Uh, I like a lot more of those episodes where you're not here and I don't have to deal with you. But then sometimes you'll say some shit. Uh, you could just keep that up. That would be great. <laughs> oh man. So so the thing is, is that um, uh, I was actually coming back. So um, a few episodes ago, I told the saga of my van, didn't I? I think yeah. I did like where yeah. the bastard uh, ran off with my van. So, so I was listening to your contribution to that episode as I was triumphantly returning from five hours away, another city, five hours away, coming all the way back in listening to that episode in my van. Cause I got it back, baby. <laughs> so now we finally have two vehicles. My wife can drive one of them. And so I don't have to do all of the driving in this in this household. I, all of the the groceries, all of the 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 chores, all that kind of stuff. Now I have help. My wife can actually drive for these things. But uh, it was kind of I had it all. Out. Van, <laughs> have it. river, <laughs> the women. <laughs> but the thing is, is like so. So what ended up happening is my wife hits me up one day while I was working on, on signal, she shows me a screenshot and it was, you know, like the fake Facebook profile of the wife of the bastard who took my van, putting out an ad in Encarnacion, which is five hours away from me. And she was asking in a, in an expat group, if anybody knew of any place that was renting, it was like, all of a sudden we're like, Oh crap, they're moving again. They're moving again. 
and, and I gotta, I gotta get on this. And so I've been sitting on their landlord's phone number for a while. I was, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to play that card just yet, but once they put that in, all of a sudden now I'm hitting their landlord going, you know, like putting up pictures. Do you know this man? Do, do you know this man and this man's wife? Th- these two crooks stole my van and I'm looking for them. And I think you know who they are. And he, so this person didn't respond to me right away, but the wife did. And she sent it to me from like her husband's phone number. So mm-hmm. like, and I was just like, eh, you know, maybe this is like, you know, bullshit or, or something like that. But she was like, look, if you want the van, just come get it. And I was, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a trap. <laughs> like, this is not going to be good. Um, and so I was like, well, okay, I got to rally the troops. So I ended up hiring a guy who was an ex cop, ex taxi driver to come with me all the way out there. So that he could drive my truck back and I could drive the van back. And we had to like, and she's like, and the battery's dead. I'm not dealing with that. You're going to deal with that. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> um, One more but, fucking thing uh, to do. Yeah. Well, no, it, so, so we ended up, um, the night before I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get up early. I gotta get on the road early. It's going to be another five hour drive out there and then five hours back. So I gotta get up early, but my dickhead neighbors, my, 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 um, my hillbilly Paraguayan neighbors, uh, my redneck Paraguayan neighbors, they were, they were, they, they decided that was a perfect night to have a party. So they were blasting the tunes, and they were, they were all night long. They just kept going and going and going. <laughs> and I, um, so, so the next morning I, I hadn't, didn't have enough sleep and, and, you know, I wanted to send the message to them just to, to kind of, you know, like, like, like a message that breaks barrier language barriers, you know, something that was very clear. So, you know, they partied till like 3 AM. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, of course, was getting out on the road at like 6 a.m. And I have to drive by their, like, they, 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 they've got their little makeshift houses, like, right by my driveway on the way out. So I thought, what better thing to do than to, you know, like, you shared your music with me. I'm going to share my music with you. So as I'm driving out, I cranked my stereo as loud as humanly possible in my truck. And I, and I like I got up early enough to like I got I had time to like think about what song I was gonna play because like you know, I was only gonna play one song, but I, I I had to think of myself like what's a good song and for a while for a while I was I was thinking of playing Bawit de Ba by Kid Rock because I thought that would be a good wake up song for them, mm-hmm. um, but the problem with that it's one not is universal. It, well, yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't take long. It takes a little too long to build up to the to the part, and then it, it and it crescendos, and then it just dies. I was like, I need something that like keeps going the whole time. So I was I was going through different stuff. I was like, you know, I was like, let the bodies hit the floor by by uh, puddle of mud. I was like, okay, you know, because they use that in like the army to like really piss off yeah. the enemy and stuff. Uh, I thought about Enter Sandman by Metallica, but they 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 it's got like a real slow song. start. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a little bit too much. So I finally found the perfect song. And because I am an immigrant who comes from the land of the ice and snow <laughs> and, and there's hot springs where, where near where I, where I, where I grew up uh, out in Banff, there's hot springs. I played the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, which is absolutely a perfect two and a half minute song to really send that message clear. 
know, that's cashmere. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that was just cashmere. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah, that's that's what I was waiting for, and that one worked. That it just worked perfectly because the grandmother and like the grandkids, they were already out and like doing something with the chickens, and I'm driving by, and I'm just I'm staring them all down just the the whole time, just playing this as loud as I can, driving as slow as I possibly could, and and. You know, it's like a two and a half minute song, but I played the whole darn thing. And uh, and and later I talked with the grandmother and she loved it. She loved the fact that I did that because it was her grandkids <laughs> that were the ones that were partying. And she she loved it. So we got all the way out there. We get to the we finally get we get to the to the city and we we find the place. The lady is like, you know, just harried. She's just like, my husband's out of the country. Just take the van. Just get it out of here. I don't care. I don't I don't even care anymore. And uh, and and so basically. We get there and we, we took a little while to get this, this thing out of there. We finally did. But um, uh, I, I, I go and I get it onto the street. We, we get it all charged up. I go to like start the engine, everything, you know, get it going. And I, I'm driving in traffic to go to check my mirror. And the, the, the fucker like bashed off my rear view mirror. There was no rear view. And he must have done it like real hard because there was a good chunk of the glass missing from the, from the windshield. And I was thinking, it was like, what kind of animal gets so angry? And, but my, I, I brought it up to my wife and she's like, well, you know, he's a cokehead. He probably just needed the mirror. <laughs> to <start laughs> off of. <laughs> so, uh. so we got it back. I got it, got it home. Everything was good. I got a chance to listen to, uh, listen to y- your contribution to the last episode. Uh, th- this guy, it was so funny. Cause the guy's so demonic. Like I, we had a little, sticker of the blessed virgin mary on the back and like there's all these stickers that were there from the different dealerships and stuff like that. but the only one that was like violently ripped off was the mary one <laughs> and so <laughs> we just basically uh you know got it back into the house everything's fine so so yeah that was the that was the van news and uh, i've got a little bit of uh, I, I saw uh mr kill everything said sounds like we have some fish news coming up you do buddy during the news so that's that's uh that's what's come up on my side of things. How how about yourself, man? Other than uh, well, I mean, we had WalletGate just uh, just just happen, right? That's uh, to bring everybody into speed on the uh, on 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 the uh, the advertiser for this episode. Yeah, my my whole day got derailed. Like it seems like every time that I want to, I'm I'm planning on leaving work early. I'll have a long day of nothing happening, and then shit will go south at about 3.30 and just, like, fuck everything for the rest of the day. Uh, it happens every time. It's it's very, very irritating. But, um, yeah, this weekend I went out to Tulsa. I saw Tim. I saw Truckin' and Tuckin'. Uh, nice. I saw some other friends and family. And um, I got to – I finished the Harry Hole book I was listening to. Um, but, yeah, other than that, been a pretty – pretty calm time aside for the other stuff that happened today but i'll be getting that into uh, into that at my issue so if you're ready to hop into some things well i just wanted to throw one quick thing in so uh i think it was like a couple saturdays ago was um the uh uh the the feast day for our lady of lourdes and so for my kids we watched the the song of bernadette which is a movie about that starring the lovely uh jennifer jones and when we looked her up from Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I don't know. I, I guess just because you said Tulsa, I had to bring it up. Uh, but yeah, I am pretty much ready to go. 
Uh, here's what I don't get. Cultural vandalism. You know what I mean when I say cultural vandalism, Tap? I've got a pretty good idea. All I'll right, well, you go ahead and run with it. Well, I mean, we get the word vandalism from the vandals, right? And so these were like roving bands of, you know, this is, if you got your, any of our history buffs uh, uh, in the audience. I, Joel, well, I just want to disavow on Tony's behalf real quick, right up here up front. Um, <laughs> the vandals didn't do nothing. Uh, they're oh, they good did boys. nothing wrong. They, yeah, yeah, they didn't, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they so, were innocent. They would, they would go and they would, they would, they would screw things up pretty big. Uh, they, they, you know, it's this idea, uh, starting with like, I mean, actual vandalism, which is like, you know, something I witnessed before I left Canada, uh, where, uh, our churches got a bunch of bloody hand prints put all over the place and, uh, there would be paint thrown onto their statues and stuff. And, you know, so vandals, what they would do is they would like go and mess things up and they would, they would break your statues and, 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 you know, like a lot of people go, oh, you know, it's just a statue. Like, it's just a statue. It's like, no, it's like your memories, man. Like, it's your, it's your memories. It's like your 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 who you are. It's your culture. Well, and in the case so, of churches, it's a symbol, and yes. their symbolic desecration of it is also a symbol. And it's all that's in lieu of violence. They would prefer to do violence against you, but they're unwilling or unable. Well, it's, it's also to demoralize you. It's like, yeah. it's like that it, it's to send that message of you're not welcome here. And um, what I mean by cultural vandalism is we are seeing that spill into um, all of our favorite movies, all of our favorite comic books, uh, books, books. Like, I mean, Roald Dahl books are getting, you know, they were just talking about this recently. They're going to be rewriting a bunch of the re Roald Dahl books. Uh, J James Bond is getting rewritten. And it's got that very, like, it's not, it's not even Fahrenheit 451 because Fahrenheit 451 is just straight up burn them all. This yeah. is very 1984, right? Because like basically what you're doing is you're rewriting history, you're rewriting the culture, and we're seeing it all over the place. And it's it's in all these movies with the, you know, gender reversals, the race reversals, uh, like in all these different ways where like my wife was bringing this up, like in Sweden, they do the St. Lucia uh, St. Lucy festival, which is like a little girl who wears like candles around her head. Like it's like a, it's like a religious festival of a real person who really existed. And like recently, like last year, she, she shared a, a story where they had a little boy doing it now. And it's like, you don't have to do that. That was a real girl. Like I understand the tradition and you're just always tweaking it and always ruining it. And it's, it's, you know, like people bitch and moan about like, like, well, okay. I used to be a huge Star Wars fan. I, I used to be a big Star Wars fan. I when I was Same. growing up, I know you're Star Trek, but I, 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 Star Wars was my thing. That was my jam. And like, I saw the first, uh, the, uh, the Force Awakens, and I remember I came out of it. My buddy was all over. He thought it was great. I was like, "What are you freaking talking about, man? That thing was awful." And like, I instantly hated it. And he's like, well, "Why?" And I'm like. Well, first off, like, I mean, you're, you've completely ruined, like, the Sith. You've, re you've ruined, like, Jedi powers. Instantly, she's so good at everything right away. I have a problem with that. But my biggest problem was what they did to Han. They made Han into a total deadbeat loser. You know, yeah. like, I mean, he, 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 
he 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 just left his wife and left his kid and he was a terrible father his kid ended up being one of the worst people in the universe and like it's all because well, of han we don't even his, know why he did that he just did his character arc in the original movies and more specifically in the original is that he goes from being this like selfish uh uncaring person to being someone who like is uh, in the final movie he's a general that's like leading this almost suicide mission for the greater good and he had to like learn over the course of those movies and sacrifice and grow and then they're just like yeah but what if what if he was just that same guy that we met in uh the cantina and in the first movie and and yeah everyone just like lapped that movie up i I was a little bit ahead of the curve of, from you on that one, and that the day they announced J.J. Abrams was was directing it, I was like, "Oh, oh I'm out. You had reason. This shit's going downhill." And I was, I, I was so I have you, glad. I have you beat. I I was just like uh, when they said Disney, I was like, "Ah, screw it." Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, "Oh, you sold it to Disney. We're we're done. It's over." Yeah, I I uh, <laughs> I felt so vindicated when the last one came out, and everyone was like, "This shit sucks." I was like, "That's what I've been saying. I've been saying this." <laughs> well, if you go back in like in in you know past episodes of uh, here's what I don't get with the beginning, like I was really reluctant to even go to like Rogue One, right? And I liked Rogue One. I did. I just enjoyed it. I, I'm not saying it's a good Star Wars movie. I just it was like a ride. It was fun. And I mean, anybody who liked The Force Awakens, it was fun. But the thing is, is like going back to it, like this little simple like, well, what if what if Han Solo didn't you know grow or anything like you just undo everything that was in there just gone and one of the most disrespectful character deaths of all time of all time uh, uh there's a there's a guy uh i forget his name chris something on on youtube who who's talked about this and like like he got a villain death he got a villain death yeah right like he got like stabbed and thrown and falling. And that is a villain death. That is a villain death. That's he didn't like, get an honorable thing. He didn't sacrifice himself. He didn't, he didn't do anything like that. And then, oh, go ahead. You're going to, yeah, go ahead. In, in horror, there is that like dichotomy, right? Like the, you can, you can have the most brutal killing of like the stoner or the, like guy that cheats on his girlfriend or or the girl that that is that's part of that like cheating menage a trois but yeah. then you have the like guy that loves the final girl and he has to go out by like run you got to get away and he gets a quick kind of clean death and <laughs> sometimes they fuck that up and then and it's like how how do you guys not understand like it'd be one thing for han solo to die to sacrifice himself to save everyone it's the way but, he should have died but to and like like he could have a Gandalf thing where you know Gandalf falls to his death, but it's not yes. a villain death because he sacrificed himself so that they don't want to come back for him. Well, was and that's not what happens too, to Han. So, yeah, yeah, like with 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 Han, he's like, "Hey, it's my son. I'm I'm gonna finally go and have a talk with my son." <laughs> Dead. <laughs> it's just like, and it was so dumb. And and uh, uh, a flawed man of God. Uh, good to see you here, Stu. Uh, Luke's death was more disrespectful. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I didn't go. <laughs> I was so mad I didn't go to the second one. But I, I know, I know that he just, he just kind of faded away. And and apparently, like Mark After Hamill didn't even ruined. know. He didn't even know until he saw the like the, the like the theater opening. Like well, there's yeah. like there's like footage of his face. Like he is just dead. <laughs> He's just dead. And and like 
in follow-up he, interviews, Mark Hamill has said that the Luke in that whatever that one was, the was um, that the last Skywalker? No, the, it was uh Jedi Final Countdown. Yeah. Last <laughs> the, Jedi. Uh, yeah. He says that the Luke in that movie is not the Luke that he played in the original movies. And like that's his way of because I think they brought him in with that first movie, and, and when it was, it was basically just had a cameo, and he was like, yeah. "All right, we'll do these." And then they were like, "Gotcha, bitch! Your, your character's an awful dickhead to everyone." He's like, oh, "Yeah, that's, that's not who I well, thought I was going to be." And it goes with like, so 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 it goes with like altering canon, right? Like altering canon is a is a big problem, right? It, it's a big problem because it changes the meaning. It completely changes the meaning. And, you know, like I, I did go through a period of my life where I would, I would um, read the books, the, the, the extended universe, so to speak. And I loved it. There was some really good stuff. I liked the Timothy Zahn stuff at the beginning, the heir to the empire, like that one really kicked it off for me. I liked it. I liked what Luke was doing. I liked, I liked the idea of this, you know, they keep going. And the thing that I, which is interesting because it, it ties into it more Cultural vandalism is reboots. Cultural vandalism is remakes. And it's, it's, it's not just movies. Like it's television shows. It's, it's music. Like, I don't know if this is really before your time or not, but like Puff Daddy, P Diddy. I remember when I was at a party and the like notorious B I G had just died. And shortly after that, we got this like schlocky, I'll be missing you song by, by P Diddy. And it's just every breath you take by the police with just new lyrics over top. He didn't do anything to it. He didn't add an extra beat. He didn't do anything to that. And so like my son will come to me sometimes and he'll have like something on the radio and we'll like, listen, I'll be like, Oh, I love that song. And then it's like, just some like, you know, like reggaeton crappy uh, Latino singer, like, you know, saying vile lyrics over a song I really liked. And and actually, going back to uh, I miss I miss did my Led Zeppelin thing with the cashmere. P Diddy did it again when it was the um, the go the Godzilla soundtrack, and it was just cashmere. And like you know, it's just wrapped over it. Yeah, he just wrapped over it. It doesn't do anything. Like there's a difference between remixing and rebooting, right? Like there's there's a difference between like like a cover song or I mean I know you hate on uh, Weird Al, but like. Uh, to be fair, like his, his band plays the songs. It's an homage. And like, at least there's some clever lyrics, like some, some toying with the lyrics. A parody is not a reboot. A parody parody is not cultural vandalism. If you, you know, in my opinion, because it adds something new to it. It's meant to be an homage. Whereas cultural vandalism is meant to subvert your expectations and and flip what you you know get 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 fanboys upset and like i'm not even that big of a fanboy about things but it's just like it's so frustrating because you get like we you've talked about before uh the redhead extinction right mm-hmm. like yeah so so this is part of it like mary jane uh, mary jane parker right all of a sudden black right uh, you've got uh, the 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 new um, Peter Pan well, movie coming out, 
right? Uh, from Disney, uh, like, or is it, I think it's Disney Plus is doing it. And it's like an East Indian Peter Pan. It's now not Peter Pan. It's Peter Pan and Wendy. So we know that Wendy's going to get elevated to this superstar. She'll, she'll have no flaws, none whatsoever. No, of course and, not. And Tinkerbell is now black. Uh, the, the, we had the Pinocchio uh, fairy black. Um, like, it's, they made it's, the Little Mermaid black. Black. Another classic redhead. Yes. And it's like, so the, I, have I mentioned before Yuri Bezmenov, the, the former KGB officer who, who defected to Canada? Have I brought up him before on the I show? You know show. better. Okay. So, so Yuri Bezmenov was a guy. That's, I don't even think it's his real name, but like if you look him up, um, there's lots of his videos on online and like in the eighties, he was like predicting a lot of the crap we're going through right now. And, mm-hmm. and he, he puts it into terms of demoralization, which brings it back to like why the vandals would do this to their enemies. It's like, Oh, we're just going to destroy everything you built up. We're going to, you know, destroy your buildings and we're going to destroy all your artwork. And like, you know, this is how you erase a history. It's, it's, almost worse than a genocide. I'm not saying it is worse than a genocide, but it's, it's, it's a cultural genocide because basically what you're doing is you're taking everything that was and you're destroying it so that it's taken off the map. You don't know about it anymore. And so like pretty soon, pretty soon, like for example, even going back to uh, Star Wars, I mean, George Lucas culturally vandalized his own movies when he did the uh, the special editions, and and you try to go and you try to get your hands on the original the- theatrical release, and it's like almost impossible sometimes. It's like really hard to get like Jabba's palace to get the 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 original song in there. I hate the 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 remake version with the like CGI uh song singer guy. Dance. It's awful. Yeah. It's it's super it's super Pixar-y. It's it has nothing to do with the way that the, the that the original scene went and and just like the vibe of the original scene. But it's it, it goes beyond that cuz like you know going back to 1984, right? So Winston's like you know, with the ministry of truth, they're, they're re-altering stories from before news stories. So that you don't aren't, aren't even able to look them up. And this is why, like, I mean, as much as I enjoy, like I've got right here, I've got my, my Kindle, right. And I like having a Kindle cause I can get like 99 cent books here and there. And I like having a Kindle sometimes because uh, when my, my, when my wife has gone to sleep, you know, I can turn off the light and I've got this little, this little light over here. I can read in bed for a little while longer without mm. disturbing my wife while she's trying to sleep. It's great, but I don't trust the Kindle. I don't trust the Kindle at all because like at some point in time, they can just take away my access to a book. You know, they haven't done it yet. I got a book by Devin Stack that is banned on, on Amazon, but I bought it when it wasn't, when it wasn't, um, uh, when it wasn't banned. So it's still on my Kindle, but if I ever get a new Kindle, I can't get it onto the new one. Yeah. It won't let me download it. So it's like, I'm all about the, the getting of the, the, the hard copies of things, but like, this is the only way we can do it. Like I, I immediately jumped on, um, I immediately jumped onto uh, uh, eBay and started looking for rolled doll books just to, just to find these earlier printings of them before they're mucked with. Because the, the thing is, is that like, those are classics. The guy was, you know, like, and I, I'm surprised that they even got that far. Cause I, I, I'm pretty sure he got like the anti-Semite label later in life. And like, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, he's still celebrated. I'm surprised that like BFG was made, you know, after all of that, but like, 
at the same time, like these kind of things are happening at such a lightning pace. And I mean, like, you know, pick a franchise, pick any franchise, you know, like He-Man totally ruined. Uh, you've got uh, our masters of the universe, totally ruined. You've got Indiana Jones ruined James totally Bond. Ruined, yeah. Ruined. Um, you've got like, just keep going down the list. Well, Star Trek, I mean, look at yeah. Picard, man. Like they have turned Picard into a, like unwatchable, completely unwatchable. I can't even begin to start. And like all the like progress, all the stuff that we go through as like followers of these stories gets just wiped out in a second with just like, Oh, you know, we're going to subvert your expectations and like pure fucking hubris, you know, like yeah. that, like these, like these things that they do is it's cruel. It's absolutely cruel. And like, I'm seeing it a little bit in wrestling, right? Like a little bit in wrestling. Um, so for example, like, you know, it's, it's not the same thing, but like when I was growing up, it was WWF, right? World wrestling federation. It had a good ring to it. It had a great logo. And like in the early 2000s, it turned to um, WWE, WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, right? And uh, fine. All right. So now we go, okay, we, we've taken the lid off. We know that kayfabe is dead and, and we know it's all fake, uh, you know, ish. But now like, you know, like we're getting these things that are coming in where they rewriting history in the timelines of wrestling and they're, and they're doing things like, um, you know, just little stuff like, like the, you get your, in the indie scene, you're getting a lot more of these um, like intergender matches, right? So you're getting a lot of these intergender matches. So it's like a woman versus a man. And you know, they just want, they just want Andy Kaufman's title. <laughs> if only, if only, but it's just like all these things are just good. And it's like, there must be a committee somewhere. They're like, Oh, is there, a, is there a group of men that actually like this thing? Let's make sure we infiltrate that and turn it into total garbage. And like, you know, like video games, video games you liked, video games that get interpreted on TV or into, into movies, total, total garbage. Like even my son picks up on it. Like he's, you know, he's really excited about the Super Mario Brothers movie coming out. And he, he watches it, he turns to me, he's like, Peach is going to be basically like the superhero of this isn't she? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's what Welcome. it looks like. It's going to be, it's going to be peach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> today, Good today you become a man. <laughs> Your but first yeah, franchise like, has been ruined. You are now a man. <laughs> but it's, it's not even just like in the culture. I'll, I'll go one more point in because I really want to hear more from you on this, but like, you know, I'm going through this as a Catholic, right? So as a Catholic, I mean, it was bad enough in Vatican II where they got rid of the Latin mass for almost got rid of it completely. And, and then all of a sudden you've got, um, you know, you've got the Novus Ordo, the new order of, of the mass and it's super cornball. We went from like really nice, like vestments that like look reverent and like respectful to like polyester ponchos and Birkenstocks and like, you know, like the corniest sixties music. And it's, and it's like, it's super demoralizing because you go to this and you're like, this is the lamest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I know why I fell away. It was because you took all the things that were beautiful and, and, and like traditional and with purpose and powerful, you took them out and you gave us this garbage in return. And now they're getting rid of it to the point where we aren't even going to be able to have it anymore. The Pope is trying to outlaw it completely to have the Latin mass. And then you go back and like, what you know, like, fuck? I don't, yeah, completely. And like, you know, we're getting really bad on this. And like, you know, I, I, 
I've I've got some of my favorite Protestants in the in the uh, in the audience tonight. And I'm not trying to offend you, but we're talking about canon, right? We talked about canon. I mean, if you if you talk about cultural like vandalism, there were seven books ripped out of the Bible by Luther, and like so, you know, the Protestant Bible's got sixty six books, uh, and the Catholic Bible has seventy three books. And there's times where I'm trying to like explain like our belief system to people, and it's like ah crap, I have to like not use anything from those seven books because they don't have them and they and like also too the wording is changed in each of the books and it's like we don't have anything in uniform and like this is how they split us up and this is how they they this is how they break us because there's still people who liked star wars before Mm -hmm. during the time when i like star wars who still like it now and still like everything that came it blows my mind and yeah. people who are like, oh, a new comic and, book movie comes out. Like Ant-Man is like, I don't give a shit. I don't no. give a shit. I haven't looked at any of these forever. <laughs> what's, what's worse on go. those is uh, <laughs> like the people that are still excited about the new Star Wars stuff is that like, so there are people like you and me that, that you know, we, we're, you know, we're the King James Bible of Star Wars where we're like, only this names. original stuff matters. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then there's like the they're the Protestants where they're like, oh, you know, the the prequel trilogy is okay, and some of these <laughs> later Disney movies are okay, but then there are yeah. people that are like, are you good? Did you watch Andor yet? It's the best Star Wars show on Disney <laughs> Plus so far, and it's like that bar is so pathetically low. I I after last I week's remember. episode, I, I got drunk and and I was watching YouTube and Critical Drinker and Red Letter Media were both like first episode of Star Trek Picard season three is pretty good, but only because everything but before it was so unfathomably bad that this like mere competence <laughs> now appears to be expertise. And I'm just like, am I fucking taking crazy pills? You guys just walk back to this shit and are like, like, oh please sir, may I have another pile of shit to shovel they into have my to, mouth? Though. That's their oh. job. That's their money. That's their that's their bread and butter. They have to watch it, and 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 but I. But they don't have to give it praise it. after one fucking episode. You can have the common two. sense to go like, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna review the whole season once it's all out and it it's actual shit. That's um, different. Yeah, I would say this though. Like, um, like there's there's the even worse. Like, so I remember when we were when we got our dog. And we took her to like dog classes, like puppy classes. Mm-hmm. And we're at the puppy class. And there was like another couple there and they had their dog there and they named it Ray. <laughs> like R E. And I was like, and we just immediately like found a way to like not sit next to them. Cause like, you just know they suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Like you just know they suck. It's like, dude, it was like 2019, you know, Ray sucks by this point. There's no walking back on Ray, but they named their puppy Ray. Cause they love the new star Wars movies. Yeah. And it's like, now you're stuck uh, with that name forever. Loser. <laughs> but this thing, it's not, it's also architecture. Like, I mean, brutalism and all this, but it, like architecture, you see it, you, you'll find these pictures online of this like beautiful, like, gothic church that's like got a new modern lobby put on it or like a big just awkward sideways pyramid coming out the side like like whoa look what we were able to do and it's like 
why, why would you do that? Why are you doing this? And like going back to the Catholic church, we had these beautiful, amazing churches with incredible altars and incredible like stained glass. And now it's like, they're like, no, get rid of it. Put the Ikea table in and, and make sure that you like, and make sure that like none of the, none of the artwork looks like actually art, like make it look like the blocky clip art that you always see on the, uh, out, out in the, you know, in every ad now. And it's like, it's, it, it works. It works. It's super demoralizing. It makes you feel like absolute freaking garbage. And, and it's, and now it's like anytime anything is announced that they're doing anything, I just know it's going to suck. There's not one thing that's going to be like, everything sucks now. And it's like, Oh, we might make back to the future. Don't please don't, don't make back to the future. Don't, don't do that. And then they're probably going to do it. And Marty will be a chick or something. And, And like, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, um, Oh, we're we're redoing what is it, what is it? We're redoing uh, um, Lord of the Rings now. Lord of the Rings, yeah. It's like you, you didn't learn your lesson from the the Rings of Power. Okay, okay, just keep keep doing it. Yeah. They don't even care about money anymore. It's just about demoralizing you. They don't care about money. If they cared about money, then you know, like they they would actually do these things right down the middle. You know, try not yeah. to appease. You know, but everything's pill pull now. Everything is just like political garbage and it's just a lecture i'm giving a lecture now but you came to this for the lecture but like this, this is it's different when it's all of a sudden it's like now it's like i don't even know if i a new winnie the pooh comes out i can't take my son to it because it might suck uh you think ray is bad how do you think my cat feels we named him ron swanson and oh no and now the episode three Stop. of the last of us Look dropped by the way i don't know Speaking of The Last of Us, uh, The Last of Us is actually, I think it's filmed near Calgary. And um, uh, my brother-in-law is an extra and in a lot of uh, shows. And he was an extra in The Last of Us. And he was like really happy about it. And we were happy for him. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it's like that, 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 that thing happened. And like everybody's pointing out, it's like, oh no, they're making a season two and we know what's going to happen in season two as well. So, but yeah, man, cultural vandalism, it's, it is so bad. It is so unbelievably bad and it's only getting worse. It's just, it's just only getting worse. And, uh, I, I think I covered all the bases. Oh, and like, yeah, it's just, uh, it, 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 I'm I'm at a loss. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss at this point. So that that's my wanna, issue. I don't know if you have more. Yeah, to I want to revisit. It. So you were you were talking about like the remakes and the reboots and all that. Yes. And four, four or five years ago, you know, they would make these reboots, and I'd ask the question like, "Who is this for? Who wants to see this? Like, who's the, where's the audience? Why are they making this? Why don't they make their own thing?" And I've stopped asking myself that question because. Um, I, I I agree with you completely on the cultural vandalism that it's not simply good enough. I used to think it was like they're afraid to fail at their own merits, but it's not good enough now to like to just let you have your thing. They now need to poison the well because mm-hmm. even something that you love that's good, if they put enough bad stuff into it, it will make it will make the good part like star Wars is a great example because there are now far more bad star Wars movies than there ever were good star Wars movies. And like star Trek after watching season one of Picard, it it was very hard for me to watch the next generation again, because they really, they, um, 
really ruined the character of Jean-Luc in my mind. Like, it, oh, it's a different universe or it's a spinoff or it's a sequel and this isn't the same one. But like your brain can't make those differentiations it, as as well. It like it starts to poison it. And then you're, you know, Terminator is another great example of this well, as a franchise where I had they, to stop it, too. I had to. I couldn't yeah. go on. It was perfect. It was wrapped up. It was perfect. Why do anything else? I and I even I'm even like an apologist for three and that three's not great, but it's a fun enough watch. And Salvation, mm -hmm. which I hated when it came out, like the the needle has pushed Salvation to the like because it was competent. It's like actually good now compared to all the other sequels that have come. Right. Um, but it's not it's not good enough for them to make something new. They have to destroy that old thing for you, and yeah. they're doing it intentionally to destroy the thing you want because if you think about it it'd be easy to say oh well they're just you know modern filmmakers suck these scripts are bad but if there's there's a lack of authenticity and sincerity to what they're making because even even if you were just bad at these things if it was just like bad writers and bad filmmakers and and a bad storyline or like it came out in the wrong time period once in a while there would be a reboot that was like really good or, or something that was that it's been was a like, while it's been a uh, while you know what i'm thinking of when i think of a a, good a reboot? reboot of an old property that's that's actually really good is denzel yeah. washington's the equalizer i didn't realize okay. that was based on an old tv show just oh. like the the harrison ford's the fugitive like they're both really good movies. They're tied mm -hmm. into an older show from the 60s but mm -hmm. they're they're kind of good on their own um, well, we and, talked about the Adams family when I was on with uh, Buck, right? Like, so those Adams one, family yeah. movies were actually, but they're, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I would love to put it out to the, uh, to the audience. Um, but I have this feeling that creativity died and I can't quite put my finger on what year it was. I think it might've been 2012, but I'm not quite sure. Cause I feel like creativity completely just died and yeah. like, we don't get any new good characters. We don't get any new good, you know, like you look at the comic books, right? And everything needs to be take a, a known franchise and make him a loser. Like make Thor him. is a loser now. And like, make yeah. like do all this kind of stuff, em emasculate him completely. And then like, and then make him better by making him a woman afterwards and making him a black woman afterwards, like be Batgirl, uh, Iron Heart, uh, all of these kind of things. Like, like it's like, be more creative, please, please. Yeah. Like, just like, please. All I'm asking is for some creativity. And, then, and you hear this whole thing, like, well, it's, you know, they just don't, they don't want to take a creative risk, but they're ready to do a creative risk to completely and totally insult everybody to the, the right of Mao in, you know, like uh, in, in any of these, these properties, like you have no problem completely and totally alienating a completely established fan base. No problem with that. That's not a big enough risk for you, but your big risk is like you, that you don't want to do is anything new. I mean, look, we know you can't do anything new. Look what you just did with rings of power. Right. I yeah. didn't even watch any of it. I have just, I've watched critical drinkers and stuff to see what that's all I do now. That's my entertainment. Now I just watch screen rants, uh, the pitch meeting movies or the pitch meetings. And I watch critical drinker and, uh, 
occasionally uh, nerdstalgic or, or, or uh, you know, some of these, you know, it's, it depends on what, what mood we're in, but all the time we're just going, okay, like what, what sucks about this thing? Like, you know, like that's really what it comes down to is you just know everything sucks and creativity died. You talk about like Tropic Thunder being like unmakeable today. Like it was completely unmakeable today. But like what year was that? That was like what, 2008? 2000, 2009, maybe 2009, yeah. right? That, I mean, well, I'm, I'm dating myself, but like, it doesn't feel that long ago, but like it, it was apparently. And like, the thing is like, you can't make that now. I was like, why? Cause it was funny. Like, cause it was really <laughs> funny. And, and like, that's the thing is like these, these, I haven't laughed at a movie in a very long time. Like comedy's dead. Comedy's been yeah, comedy's been dead for a while. Completely. And like you get you you know like cultural vandalism sometimes can be with a comedian I used to like, and you're like, ah, oh, come on, like like Pat like, Nos, dude. Uh, I my wife got me one year. Uh, it was it was in it was before. Here's what I don't get. Uh, but it was like right before the election. And we used to like Jim Jeffries. Like I used to like Jim Jeffries. I yeah. thought he was kind of funny. And then he turned into this total wanker. A huge liberal like, cuck. The yeah. worst. Yeah. The worst. And like you always find out that these guys are the worst degenerates. Like Louis C.K. Like like and, and the fact that he's like back and like we're supposed to like like whoa great. Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. Gonna- what did Louis C.K. do that was wrong? he jerked off in front of aspiring comedians uh, who he, who thought they were coming up to get uh, some advice and were hanging out with them. Cause like, I don't he know. I asked, he asked if he could jerk off in front of if he could. And they, and they said, said no, okay. no, they uh, said no. And he didn't uh, then jerk off. And that oh, was, he's such that's, a sweetheart. He's such my, a sweetheart. my problem with the, the canceling of Louis CK is that they were, that, they made it out like he was just like, Tab. oh yeah, you get some Tab. and you get some and you get some, but it was it was like Tab. completely misinterpreted. And Misinter- do you mind if I actually do? You, do you mind? If, I'm just gonna back up. Do you mind if I jerk off in front of? It's just like, is is it a problem if I jerk off yes. in front of you right yes, now? Yes, Joel, yeah, okay. it's a problem. Okay, okay, good, good, good. Okay, well at least we got that clear. I, I asked you like a See? gentleman. That, that <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, yes, it's weird. It's fucked it, up. <laughs> It's it, it, sure, up. sure, it's it's fucked super up, super fucked but, up. But it's not like a crime. No, it's just creepy. <laughs> that's all it is. I'm yeah, not well, that's he what needs I'm to go tired of. In- I'm not even saying he needs to like stop making comedy. I just lost respect for him. That's all. Oh, I see, just, I never respected I him. To begin I can't with. separate it. I don't know, man. Guy made me laugh a few times. Uh, you know, like I mean, you know, like there were definitely times where there was a t- okay. I I did I did. Um, I did the uh, the open mic thing for a while back in Vancouver and I got to hang out with like a bunch of different comics and, you know, like, you know, it was a decent enough scene that you could kind of, there'd be nights where you get to hang out. Not, I'm not going to say who, but like, you know, of uh, Louis CK caliber, you get to like hang out with because they would like go and work on their like their their craft. Like they come to the open mic and you'd be like, you know, uh, do you mind if I come and do like 10 minutes? Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come, please do do it. And you get to hang out with these people. And you realize afterwards, like the reason I stopped doing it wasn't because I wasn't funny. It was because I wasn't miserable. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't a miserable human being. I had too good of a childhood my parents loved me i you know like that that was the problem is like these people hate themselves so much 
they hate themselves so very much. And you hang out with them afterwards and it's cutthroat. They, they want to destroy anybody who's like even remotely funnier than them. They'll steal jokes from each other. I had jokes stolen from me. It's like, it's a thing. And you realize like, this is like, it's that shattering of like your, you know, image of these people. And you just realize like, it's a business, it's a business, but like with like Louis CK, it was like, dude, these were aspiring comics who wanted to like talk craft with you. And then you just kind of like, yeah, but I kind of want to jerk off in front of you. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, if it's okay with you and like, it's like, that's, that's the weirdness of that scene. Um, I'm not, again, I'm not saying he should be in jail. Like you said, like he's not like nothing illegal happened. It's just like wrong. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's uncouth. It's just, you know, but again, at the same time, you hang out with enough celebrity types and you realize like they're all degenerates. They're all degenerates. Like, they're all degenerates. But uh, do you have any other examples of ca- no. cultural vandalism that you'd like to uh, bring up or? I'd, I'd like to mention another, another movie that can, cannot be made today. And it's not because it's funny, but uh, the movie galaxy quest with um, love that movie, Tim, Tim that Allen, movie. Alan Rickman, yeah. Sigourney Weaver, the yes. fantastic that movie. movie couldn't be made today and not because it's funny, but because in that movie they revere and respect the fans. And I cannot imagine, uh, like the, the fans are the heroes of that movie. They save their asses. Yes. At the end. And, yeah. and if that movie came out today or if they remade that movie, the, the end would be fans. like Tim Allen would learn, um, that he needs From to be more in touch with his like Sigourney femininity, Weaver. and he'd come yeah. out on the stage and he'd be like, uh, I realized that my time in the 80s as an action star was really just me projecting my toxic masculinity, yeah. and uh, you guys are all toxic because you also revere this thing. And so, uh, there's a there's a, a clinic that's been opened up in the parking lot for you all to you know get your dicks chopped off and start taking <laughs> estrogen pills so you'll stop being pathetic, cuck losers. And uh, I'm gonna choose to live the rest of my life as a gay man and it would just be like completely devoid of any creativity of or interest and, and and humor there'd be no and humor. humor yeah and yeah. that version is coming because galaxy quest is a good movie and thus must be destroyed well and that's the thing is like like the humor now is all like like that velma is the best example that is a, a perfect example, example of cultural, of cultural vandalism. vandalism perfect because all it did was shit on the old show shit on the fans shit on everybody who even remotely likes it. And you're going, well, why is anybody watching it? There's no reason to watch it at this point. And like, um, same goes in like, okay, in sports, right? In sports, we get the cultural vandalism in sports. I just want to, I watch sports. I know it's bread and circuses. I watch sports to escape. I liked hockey. I really like hockey. I bought my first uh, item from the NHL store for a, in a very long time. In a very long, I was angry at the NHL for so many reasons, and I uh, I was angry at them because they were one of the first leagues to block the non the uh, the, the non jabbed uh, from entering the premises. Uh, they constantly, constantly, constantly put out uh, like draw children, families, and children out to pride parades and hand out rainbow swag to children who then watch a guy wearing like a cock sock right behind them. Right. Like this is, that's, that's their, that's their, that's their, uh, that's their value system right there. But I bought a, uh, Dennis Proberoff, uh, shirt. I don't know if you heard about this guy, but he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers 
And basically he's like, look, I'm Orthodox Christian. And uh, they had their pride night at the, at the Flyers game. And they basically, all the players had to go out in a rainbow jersey for warmup. And he said to his coach, he's like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to support that. I don't hate gay people. I just, I, I don't like the idea of supporting that symbol or that cause in terms of pride, in terms of like putting that message out. Ivan Provorov. Thank you very much, Stu. So I got this Philadelphia Flyers shirt with Provorov on the back because the guy stood his ground and he went to his coach and he said to his coach, like, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, the coach is like, I respect that. All right. That's cool. Like just, you sit out and you can play in the game. It's fine. Right. And the media went berserk, absolutely berserk. And like, bake the these, cake, bigot. yeah, exactly. Bake the cake, wax the balls, you know, like it's all, it's, it's all there, man. Oh man. <laughs> Can we get a win someday here? Like, I mean, it's really weird. Like to find anything of substance. What's the last new thing good that you could recommend for the last John Wick. Like I, 2016 John Wick came out. It's devoid of any politics or bullshit. It's just a guy killing a bunch of people that killed his dog. Okay. And and I heard and Top Gun Maverick was good. I didn't see it, but I, I I've had a bunch either, of people yeah. tell me it was good. I just didn't feel like going because I didn't really like the first Top Gun. <laughs> Same. I don't I don't like hate it, but I was just like, eh. It's yeah. I saw it once and I was like, uh, okay. I'll and tell you what I like better than Top Gun, and this is gonna be a, a hot take. I like the NES video game of Top Gun, which everybody hates. That's what I like better than the movie Top Gun. I actually like the video game better. Um, but uh, you guys, yeah, you and so, Tony should do a review of that game. <laughs> try to land the plane. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. So yeah, that uh, that's my issue for this week. I, I think we covered that one pretty good. I knew there was a lot of meat on the bone on that one, though. Yeah. So. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network definitely not fake news well joel uh, a couple weeks ago i think it was actually the episode that i missed you were talking about how people are getting you know their brainwave fuckery they're they're putting shit in your oh, head oh yeah well yeah. an indiana man allegedly claims that a brain implant programmed him to beat his uncle to death with a hammer um a 39 year old man was arrested on suspicion of murder for allegedly fatally beating his uncle with a hammer at their home last week week on february 16th deputies from the hancock county sheriff's department and greenfield police department officers went to a residence on east us 40 and found 69 year old freddie patterson deceased deputies took daniel smith into custody on murder charge and he's being held without bond uh docu court documents allege smith's mother and patterson's half-sister found him downstairs with his face quote all smashed in after she heard a banging noise. Their mother reportedly saw blood and other brain matter on the floor around Patterson's body. Smith walked by his mother holding something, and she said she was unable to discern if it was jello or blood with fruit in it. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to court documents, Smith told investigators he was not really sure if Patterson was really Patterson and allegedly made comments in inferring that his uncle was in a cult. He also reported that he wasn't sure why he did it. Um, yeah, sounds like so. uh, MK Ultra. <laughs> 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 or, or I was gonna make a Paul like a Paul Pelosi joke in there somewhere because, like, I mean, the hammer thing came in, and like pretty soon, like if this was England, like because they were already like banning like you know tipped yeah, knives, be hammers. yeah, they'll be banning hammers. Uh, well, you from... got a license for that hammer there? <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
Ay, ay, ay. Uh, I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Like, so he said he had a chip implanted in his head to make him do this. I, you know what the sad part is? Like, we're living in a timeline where you're like, maybe. <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he did. And maybe the cult put it in there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe he did. Uh, no, or he's just, you know. Crazy. Like, it, can we even Bad say crazy say. anymore? Can, are we allowed sure. to say crazy anymore? On this show, we can. But like, I mean, like in the, uh, uh, the, the, what is it? The APA or the journal of medicine, like the yeah. Americans, I, I, I think they probably have like, you know, culturally vandalized the term crazy. Cause you can't use that no more. Uh, you well, know, you're not allowed, like, you're not allowed to use the phrase drinking the Kool-Aid anymore because it's religiously intolerant. Oh, okay. Okay. Isn't that, you're only allowed to be religiously intolerant shit? against Catholics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Everybody, say, everybody who was part of the the whatever the cult was that did Jim that Jones. drank the Kool Aid, Jim Jones's cult. Yeah, they're all yeah. dead. None of oh, them yeah. are going to get offended by you saying that they drank the Kool Aid because <laughs> they're a bunch of fucking lunatics that drank cyanide at the behest in, of a crazy man in Guyana. I think it was too. In yeah, Guyana, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same continent. Um, well, begs the question, like, um, you know, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to um, like the terminology and stuff like that. Like, I mean, are we going to be able to say like, I, they probably are calling it like different, differently sane, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, like alternatively sane, you know, it's like, it's like they're sane, but like in their own little way, you know, like uh, their, their own, everything is relative tab. Everything Sanit is relative. They'll, Nothing. They're sanity deficient. <laughs> there we go. No, no, no. They're just other, they're, ah, yeah, this, this is going to be other kin or something like that, I guess. But uh, yeah, dude, so what else do we got on the news docket here? Well, here's one from uh, my hometown of Tulsa, Oklahoma. A man who ate in an Oklahoma Waffle House paid for his meal, tipped his waitress, and then robbed the store at gunpoint. <laughs> Victor oh. Don, yeah. Victor Did Don Juan. Back? Yeah. <laughs> Victor Don Juan Medina was busted for the bizarre stick-up by Tulsa police just be before 12 p.m. on Saturday when they spotted him running along a highway retaining wall. Medina allegedly pulled a gun on a Waffle House worker and demanded money from the cash register after he had gobbled up his meal and then ran. He's being held um, facing charges of robbery with a firearm, a spokesperson for man? Waffle House. Just one man. Just yeah. one man. He didn't have his honey bunny with him because that sounds nope. like like you know the 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 restaurant hijacking is from uh, Pulp Fiction, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, spokesperson for Waffle House told RNN that no employees were injured. We are grateful for the quick response of the local law enforcement team handling the case, which resulted in the arrest of the suspected perpetrator of this crime. Uh, that's some wild shit. Like <laughs> I, I understand robbing a restaurant, right? I've I've wanted to it's rob Waffle a House, restaurant. right? Yeah. And um, walk me through this because we don't I don't know if we had a Waffle House in Canada. I, I know we had like Smitty's and we had Phil's and then we had um, then like towards the end, we, we had a few IHOPs that, mm -hmm. that kind of popped up. But I understand there's like a big gap between the oh, and we also had Denny's. There's like a big gap between IHOP and Waffle House. Which one's uh, which one's which? Like, which one's the one that like has like you know that cigarette smell in it? Is it the Waffle House? IHOP is a restaurant that you walk into, and there's a kitchen in the back. Uh -huh. Waffle House is a kitchen that you walk into, and there's some seating adjacent to it. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like a diner, like a old timey yeah. diner type thing. There's okay. A, the the back wall is just a griddle and cooking area. Is and it there's good? a counter and then there yeah, it's fucking great, man. There's nowhere better to eat at four in the morning when you're drunk off grass. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's that should be the advertisement. Because <laughs> down here, man, like waffles are like a luxury. Like you go to like a high end restaurant, and they're like, "Whoa, they got waffles here." <laughs> it's like it's like it's like not anywhere because they because yeah. guess what also is a luxury breakfast. Because <laughs> everyone's I sleeping in from their bed. No, they the just they before. just don't eat. They don't eat breakfast here. That's just not a thing. These are uh, so, my people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, brunch brunch is like, a, we, we know like a small handful of places you go to brunch. Like a lot of times it's like, you got to go to a hotel, you know, like a hotel restaurant that serves these foreigner types, but uh, like us. Um, but yeah, no, that's not what we have. I'm loving all these, uh, these opinions about breakfast over here. We got uh, IHOP is garbage. Waffle House is, Waffle House is goat. And uh, Smitty's was in Canada too. Yeah. Yeah. Smitty's Smitty's is awesome. I like Smitty's. Smitty's was like never my favorite. I never liked Denny's. I liked Smitty's and Phil's was, was goat. Phil's Phil's uh, pancake house uh, in Banff, especially. It was really great. So I got this news story today. It was sent to me by, by Alex in discord. And um, I was so captivated by it that most of the time I don't read the news stories before we do them, but I read this news story and I was like, Holy shit. I tried to find more info, specifically the phone call involved. A 34-year-old Michigan man was reportedly arrested after calling police to report a prostitute he had paid $10 was refusing to honor their agreement. The unidentified (laughs) solicitor called Saginaw, Michigan cops shortly before 8 a.m. Saturday to complain that the 24-year-old prostitute who was present when the police arrived had reneged (laughs) on her alleged vow to perform a sex act of unspecified nature. Cops arrested the caller for accosting and solicitation. The woman he accused of breaching their contract was uh, taken in on a prostitution charge. Both are both charges are misdemeanors, and uh, yeah, they're out on bond. <laughs> they're the, they both out on bond related to home invasion charges. So, like these two people are both home invaders. <laughs> they tried to do a, a what $10 kind of ten dollar prostitute? Yeah, it's like what do you, what would you get for ten dollars from a prostitute? A hug? <laughs> like a long hug. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I, 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 yeah, it's a hug, and I get to squeeze your butt during it. I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, but but you're not allowed to pull in at the pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to hear. I really I was like, please find this fucking 911 call. Someone, pay, someone has to have the audio of this fucking 911 call. Just be like, 911, what's your emergency? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm out here at the fucking Waffle House. I paid this bitch ten dollars for, <laughs> for a hug for a breach of contract. <laughs> and they're like, "All right, sir, we're gonna dispatch some people to you shortly. Please stand by." Like, you're damn this, right, you're gonna be dispatching some people. This is some great use of resources. Oh my goodness. Like this and then and then you know it doesn't get sent to like regular court it gets sent to the people's court it's like john oh, suing crystal for a broken contract she did not she was supposed to hug me for for 10 whole seconds and she let go at eight i so i need two dollars back oh, man. 
And she said she didn't have change. And that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. I saw her coin purse. There are lots of quarters in there. <laughs> Fuck me. That's funny. Uh, Was that uh, it well, for our news? Or yeah, do we have more news? You got your fish news. I do have fish news. Yeah. Um, we made our very first fish sale this week. Um, and, uh, you know, we were, we were pretty hyped about this. Like it was a big deal. You know, I, uh, we used to, we, we sometimes go on Saturdays to this, uh, to this other town that has like kind of like a flea markety type thing. And we used to buy this, um, what we still do buy this like incredible salmon spread, like that goes really good on toast. Uh, and, and we get it at the, uh, at this restaurant, that uh, is owned by a Swiss guy and his and his wife, his Paraguayan wife. And one time we were in there, and and the the guy who actually makes the fish uh, products was in there restocking the fridge, and he was just kind of this burly, like bohemian looking German guy, and he was just like rifling it in. And you know, we made a little mental note, like, oh, we should we should talk to that guy sometime because he sells fish and we have fish. And so we saw this guy at this other. Uh, flea market fest, like this market thing that we went to. And I, I showed him pictures of my, like of my fish. Uh, Cause we had just gotten a uh, sort of gotten the hang of getting more than a, just a few out at a time Had a different net for it and stuff. And so we showed him this picture and he's like, Oh great. We should stay in contact. And then uh, I, I, I took his card and, you know, later on, like we, we were kind of looking around and we're like, ah, oh, you know what? I think we're almost ready. Let's, let's see, you know, what this guy wants to do with us. And so I sent him a text and he's like, he's like, okay, I want 50 kilograms of the fish and I want it on Monday. <laughs> we're like, ah, uh, it was like Saturday. We're like, uh, okay. Um, so, so we hired up, we hired up some people and I even had my, my son go in there and do, uh, some, some, uh, some fishing with the net. He wanted to, um, and so we were trying to get the 50 kilograms, but the thing is that the guy, here we go. Yeah. We got some pictures from, from here. So this is, um, this is some of the, 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 the bigger ones that we had. And we, this is what I sent. This is what I sent to the, to the buyer later as we got it going. And, and we're like, yeah. So like, you know, we're, we're getting going. And he's like, and he'd already agreed. We had a, agreed on a price and the word is entero, which means like the whole fish, like we're just going to gut the fish and then give you, you know, we'll send, we'll sell it to you. Like, with the head and stuff. Cause like people, they put it into like soups and stuff. And like, we send him this thing and we'd already agreed on the price and he was coming over for 50 kilos and he hits us back and he's like, yeah, that's great. Now chop the heads off. I don't need them. And it's like, uh, dude, uh, see, cause like we had another f- price for filet. Right. And he's like, and it was like higher. And like, you know, like once you take the heads off and stuff like that, now we're talking like different weights and getting to that 50 kilograms was really tough. Like, like we didn't get there. We got to 15 and we're like, called it a day. We're like, ah, you know what? I got 15 for you. He's like, okay, well I'll come back in two weeks after I'll get the 15 from you now. And I'll come back to you after but this guy was like a total, like he's all right. But you know, like, it's like, I guess like we're all coming in from different uh, backgrounds. Like he's from Germany. We're operating in Paraguay. We're speaking to each other in Spanish. Uh, it's my first sale. He's been in business for like a year and a half. So that him and his wife come and he brings like a bucket and he's like, yeah, also uh, fill this up with like some of the, like the minnows. I want to try something out in my house. I'm like, 
You're not gonna just fucking take my my minnows. No. Like, no, that's not how this works, bro. <laughs> like, first of all, you screwed me hard on those like on those heads. Like, you're getting the heads next time. You know what? You're getting the heads. I, you cut them off. That's a you problem, not a me problem. Entero means entero. But as you can see in the photo here, these are some beautiful. Like, we already took the eyes out of them and stuff. I don't know why the guys like taking the eyes out, but they do. Uh, it packs better, I guess. Uh, but those are two of our things. Do you have any of the other photos? Uh, those are two of the bigger ones that we got. Um, so that's a Paku. That's actually not one of the tilapia. Those are like the the vegetarian piranhas. He he got thrown back into the uh, into the pond right after that. But I, I figured I'd get a picture of him on the on the ground. It doesn't show you much. In front here is uh, you can see the 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 water tank that we cut off and we were dumping the fish as we got them out into there for processing later. Uh, you got the two guys in the, in the tank in the background and the, yeah, there's the tank. There's a tank in front of us right there. Um, so, you know, that took a long time and there's, there's my son, <laughs> there's my son uh, on the right uh, trying to uh, do, he actually made his, made his dad proud. He, he, I think he pulled about two or three big ones out. So he did nice. help the cause. And, and, uh, he really has taken to this. So it's like, you know, maybe, maybe this ends up being a family business that he ends up wanting to be a part of as we go. Uh, I was real proud of him. He, he had no fear going in there. Like it's funny with kids, right? Like they love grabbing animals, touching animals. Like I'm not a big, uh, picking up animals guy. Um, but like, you know, my wife, even just this morning, she called him over. She's like, ah, get in here. Uh, uh, I need your help. And he comes and, and uh, just a giant bullfrog, you know, like, that was found in like by the laundry room and he, he's just all over it. So like, I love that about kids. They just have that, uh, that fearlessness, but I don't know. I thought I'd bring in, Oh and yeah, this was uh, the, the fruits of our labor here. This is uh, my, my wife did an amazing uh, tilapia roast uh, in the oven, oven roasted uh, tilapia with some, uh, fantastic uh, spices and stuff. And uh, yeah, man, we are rocking it. But there's there's another thing. Uh, if you go ahead, yeah, this is more of the the pulling of the fish out uh, with the workers that we had. Um, but uh, did you get the squash photo downloaded or no? Uh, oh, I maybe not. I did. Or the oranges. I, I'll, I'll just end with this. Uh, we have also a giant garden. And my wife, like she planted what she could. And we, we planted these, um, you know, there's certain things that grow a lot more than you're expecting. And one of them was like zucchini and, uh, the zucchini started coming in and we try to pull them off when they're about two, two kilos or like four or five pounds each. Um, but there was this one <laughs> that was hiding under the vines and we pulled that thing off and it was like over 10 kilos. It was like 24 pound zucchini. There it is. <laughs> there it is right there. I got it on the table. Uh, uh, so we, we had our first bit of the, the first bit of the, um, uh, the, uh, uh, there it is right on the right here. Yeah. Uh, first bit of oranges coming in this year already. And, uh, that's our 23 pound zucchini in there. So yeah, uh, there it is. for you, for you guys just listening, uh, yeah, we're giving a little bit of a slideshow. Maybe just go to YouTube looks, and check it out. Looks like and, a dong. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I like how, like I said to my wife, I'm like, you know, this thing was growing and it just decided to make a U-turn. I don't know why it just decided to make a giant U-turn on the ground. So it looks like, uh, it's, it's like, you know, looped around, but, uh, yeah, we've got, a, we've got the scale there to show how, how darn big this thing is, but yeah, man, that's, uh, that's, uh, the Chaco farm tales, uh, fish tales from, from this week. Uh, we made our first sale and the guy says to me when he gives me the money, he's like, so you're going to frame that? I'm like, 
no, no, I'm not. I, I made a loss. <laughs> I made a loss on this one. Uh, so far, you know, cause I ended up having to pay some employees to come and help me in getting this thing out. We need to pull this stuff out to make up for all the food I've fed it for over the year, but we now have a plan and the best way for us to get the, the, the fish out. Cause we spent all day getting that get 15 kilos up. We figured out the problem. It's too much water. So what we're going to do is we just pump the water out to get it down to like knee level and then just scoop the bastards out like, uh, and then refill it back up again. Cause I've got free water. We're like, why are we doing this this way? Why aren't, why haven't we been doing this since the beginning? So today was our first day of draining the, the one pool. And, uh, 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 we will be scooping out uh, a good chunk of them tomorrow to make our 50 kilo quota uh, as per uh, with the freaking heads on them uh, for, for, for our German buyer who, who, you know, I, I hope that everything goes well so we can keep selling as we go. But yeah, that's my fish news uh, for, for this, for this month. <laughs> so yeah, man. So should we uh, take care of a little bit of, uh, I mean, I, I operated at a loss, on my fish uh, so far, but um, this show doesn't need to operate at a loss and we'd like to maybe cover some of our bills. Right. So uh, uh, that well, kind of well, would be a good been, thing to bring up at this point. Sorry. This is, Oh, been. this has the been the news network. Definitely not fake news. And See, speaking is- of paying the bills, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, and tip.hwidg.com, which stands for, I got to read Here's what I don't get. Which is the name <laughs> of the show. And over on Patreon, we have uh, five tiers. We have the one book tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. Um, and actually the, for the one buck tier, Tony and Buck did a, a mini sewed this weekend that I need to edit and get out. So we'll see oh, how that nice. turns out. Uh, we have our $5 tier where we do our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We have our $10 tier where, where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature-length commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can ask for a uh, special guest. You can ask for a format change, um, special bits for the show, anything that your heart desires that we can feasibly uh, provide, we will do so. And we want to say thank you to all our patrons, big and small, because without you, we would not still be doing the show. So thank you to everyone who's supported the show over the years, and especially those that are supporting it right now. Muchísimas gracias. And <laughs> thanks forever. Now, I have to ask you, though, are we allowed to be spike producers if we throw down? Or maybe if I got my wife to do it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> all right. There's, no, all there's right. really not any rules. Okay. All right. That you've been warned. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, let's get back into some issues. And here's what I don't get: mandatory workplace harassment training. So uh, I got in this morning. I got an email like last month. It was like, "Hey, uh, starting February fifteenth, there's going to be mandatory office." harassment training and i was like yes i've just really been trying to up my harassment game you know (laughs) people tell me that i'm harassing them and i say yo harassment nothing to me i was hoping maybe get some more pointers and jokes um turns out this is all about like you're not supposed to do that like you're not supposed to slap female employees on the ass and say like hey bitch nice tits uh 
which I what year is I don't, this? Come I on. know. When did that change? <laughs> and so I fucking sat through it took I and I'm since I have direct reports, I had to take the like manager level training, which is oh, apparently man. even the worse. shorter version is like fewer videos. I had more yeah. videos of P of because you have power. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like so it took forever. And what's funny is so on my office, I'm I'm sandwiched between two other people, right? Mm -hmm. And the build the walls are fucking paper thin. And so it's playing. And the person in the office next to me gets in and she goes, Oh, that thing is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I finish wow. it. I go downstairs. I'm talking to some of the guys I work with, and we're just like making fun of it nonstop. It taught me nothing because the situations <laughs> are so the ridiculous. They're so unbelievably over the top yeah. that it's not like any real discrimination that anyone will ever face. No. Uh, of the of the whole fucking thing, there was one situation where the instant the person problematic was not a man, and fortunately, oh, so and go ahead. So, 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 so basically like it is just like men are the worst, right? Like most pretty, of it, pretty much. All, men are the worst. Yeah. Almost all in almost all of them. The problematic factor was a man. I think there was one where it was a black man and the rest, it was all white men, just white guys. Yeah. yeah. The worst. And, the worst. um, so <laughs> I, I Googled it and uh -huh. I found the, one of the fucking videos from this oh. training I hope you bring it's it in. It's two and a half minutes, and we'll just like watch it and commentate during this. Uh, this will be our first time commentating on a video together, and we, we're going to still have to do a movie soon. But yeah, I'm all, I'm up for this. Let's oh, let's let's which, dig in. Which one's <clears throat> which? I think it's this one. Okay, so so here it is. Have you double checked the delivery dates with the team? They're absolutely one hundred percent on the mark. So there's a white. How lady, much of a safety net do we have? White guy. Two weeks. They're talking like at a business meeting. Can we get meeting. any more time? Not All if pretty we want normal. to land this deal, like they're, they're telling me their drop dead date is falling. This is a meeting that Monday. any one of us may have been well, in the past, right? Then we better make yep. it. You know we will. Okay. You know, Great job confident. on this project. She's I mean, complimentary. You really come into your own on this proposal. So far. Oh, she's, Seems I think she's fact, flirting with him. I got you a little something to celebrate. Thank you. Oh, she, she got it. She's getting him a gift. That seems like we're right. Maybe maybe a little bit problematic, but but you know, it might just be a nice watch. Yeah, or or a pen like, hey, you're doing a great job, you know. Right. Uh, we've all it better we've not all, be a hotel key. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've all been there, right? Like like your boss, you know, they tell you you're doing a good job. They buy you lunch or something, but it's, yeah. it's all above board. And, and then a wrapped gift, yeah, yeah I guess. And, 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 yeah, it's a wrapped gift. So you can so. open it later. Okay, but but he can open it later. You know, Scott so, has decided to promote someone into an account supervisor position. So. I think he'd be great for the job. Really? He's up for promotion. Is there anything I can do yeah. to help improve my chances? You know, I don't. Okay. So Whoa, wait, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Look at the look on her face too. She's like, she's like she is nonplussed. Like, give me that gift back now. Like, like, oh yeah. Anything Ooh. I can do to improve my chances. Yeah, like Here, a foot rubber. $10 rug. <laughs> this is a conversation that has never happened in the history of time. No. Right? Of you being like, oh, yeah, I'm up for promotion. Anything I can do to do my chances. Listen to this list of shit that he gives out. Mine working okay, extra hours. And I, people are going to be okay. like, why is, he, why is he talking over all this? It's so that YouTube doesn't flag us. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's fair. Taking on more responsibility. 
Well, That's definitely something to think about. I can even uh, work weekends if that, you think it'll help. Ooh, okay. So, you know, it's nice. like... Sure. Yeah, Anything. Nice. I weekends. really want to advance yeah. my career, and I love working here. I see my future here. It's starting to have some overtime. So do I. Yeah, it's not, yeah, look at her. Look at well, her, though. Yeah. Still not problematic. Know, I do have Wait some ideas. I'm all ears. Oh. It's, it, like, weirdly buffered. Wait a minute. Hang on. She... Oh, so you picked the the female aggressor one. Oh, you saved us. You saved us the oddball out of the group. Yeah, this is go. the oddball one. This is the oddball. This is yeah. I mean, and you know, like she's she's also an attractive lady. Uh, and uh, so, so we're supposed I, to. No, Joel, I think the Paraguayan internet buffering is not letting you really see this woman. I'm also wearing my sunglasses. <laughs> If we go oh, she's like, like she's what Larry would call a pointy. She got a pointy. Oh chin, pointy no nose. no 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 no. Okay okay. All right uh, here she's, we go. She's old, which is one of the categories that is, uh, you use to discriminate. <laughs> all right. I hope that's not all you are. Oh, oh no! no! See, I was thinking of something. <laughs> Wait. Look it takes like a really huge fucking left checking. turn. It's just. Like normal, oh normal, goodness. normal. What the fuck is happening? What is in that gift that she gave him for later? I, I it probably is a hotel key. <laughs> it probably is a hotel key with the number on it. She's uh, checking to make sure he's got no stubble on his face. She's she's checking his shave. Yeah. He's not in the beard club. He's not. Oh dear. You oh, me. No. Oh little mutual gratification. Oh mutual ratification. Yeah, Scott really values my opinion, and since this position will be working directly under my supervision, he wanted to work the extra He's pretty much the leaving weekend. the decision oh, up to me. Uh, now he's going to be working. So, oh dear. you're saying if Wait, twenty-five I, to life, if I, we well, uh, sex. Whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, yeah, she's like, I want direct. sex. She, that's like, do I need to spell it out for you? <laughs> do I need it's to like, spell it out for you? And he's oh boy, this poor this poor fellow. I he's gonna like, have to shower after this. Two innuendos, and then she's just like, "We're fucking. Boom. We are yeah. fucking. Uh, you <laughs> are gonna you're gonna put your penis into my vagina, and we are going to fornicate until we both have an adultery. orgasm. Adultery. That's, that's <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> just here. like we are like, adulterers now. <laughs> and it's it, so this is a company that makes like training videos for corporations that's oh, all they do and they have to dumb them down to the because i think that they think people taking this training are watching this and they're just like what's she getting at what, <laughs> what's she trying to say joel we gotta what? we gotta get straight I to the gotta, point man, here what is it? sex this is inappropriate <laughs> <What>? conduct <laughs> i think having to work on weekends is inappropriate <laughs> conduct <laughs> <laughs> me right. too. That's the yes. harassment. Uh, you're not going to make me work on a Sunday. Whoa. <laughs> now she's looking down. No, okay. You're right. I got, uh, yeah. She no. wants that. I didn't dunk. think you were no. such a prude. I'm not. I just wasn't oh, expecting you. Know, oh, my gosh. I am extremely comfortable with my sexuality. And I thought. Of course you are. You're yeah, a, you're a you modern, modern woman who can have it all. Okay, then. Who can have it all. So, to be clear, if. We have to sex, be clear, recommend me for the promotion. <laughs> to be clear, because this training hasn't like hammered it in quite enough yet. Speak into my lapel over here a little bit closer. 
He's, got, he's wearing a wire because she's that's, been doing this for a long time. She's, that's exactly what been, I was thinking she's when I was watching this. Through. Yeah, she's been just just butchering males left and right for all that. I, I thought I thought that like this was going to hit him where he was going to be like, I'm yeah. Chad Davis, HR secret security. And she's just like, oh, no, I've been quid pro quoing this whole time. Like a fucking law and order special or something. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> See, I, I know we're all the way through this because we have to. We just have yeah. to see how this We ends. have to find out what's in the package. What yeah. is so hard to understand? Is it now a she's dildo? Getting frustrated with them. Is it hotel yeah. keys? You've definitely given me a lot to think about. To think okay, about. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she's now getting frustrated. Don't take too long to make up your mind. Oof. Oof. What is in the package? Hotel key. Hotel yeah. key? Ah, see, she's, yeah. Oh, or she's, she's gonna, gonna fire herself. Him. Yeah, she's she's confident in her sexuality. We never That's find out end. what's in the Come fucking on. package. We never like find that. out. Yeah. I, right. I I I was astounded. I was like, what? There should there oh. should have been revealed where there's a hotel key in there. But no, it's oh. just like oh, it's over. I guess they I guess they left me wanting more. I want to take more workplace harassment training to see if I can find out what's going on in this story. <laughs> sequel. Yeah, exactly. Why don't we find out what happens to her career? Uh, you know, all this kind of here's the thing. I mean, we I think we brought this up before, but like you've been sexually harassed at work before, right? I was sexually I, harassed in school. In school. And everyone thought it was hilarious, Tim included. Uh, it was one of those nice, like, you know, like that South Park thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in school, that's, uh, that's too young. That's, that's very too young. That's way too young. Not by a teacher. It was by another student. You know, it was, it was senior year in high school, but it's still. Uh, Okay. But bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Uh. um, so my problem with this, and I actually, there's an article that was about how all these trainings do is they're like a a CYA for your corporation. Be like, we did the mandatory harassment training. Boop. Pretty and, much. And so now, now if there's ever a question of, you know, did I harass or did I not harass? I can, liable. we can say, we made you watch an hour of cartoonishly evil villain videos, <laughs> not realizing like, so part of it is like there, the first video was about like this guy and this lady are talking at a gala and then another person walks out up and it turns out that person's transgendered and like having a normal conversation they turn to the transgender person just like what are you a man what do you got a dong under there it's just like the most cartoonishly (laughs) harassing thing ever and it's like that's not what happens in the workplace uh discrimination is not people being like is uh, yeah, I'm sure that kind of stuff does happen from time to time that we watch, but it's yeah. things like so. I've worked at, I worked at a stagehand my entire life, right? And if it was you and me and a woman standing in a group and they needed someone to go lift a heavy thing, do you know what they're gonna say? They're gonna say, "Tab Chaco, go yeah. carry that big heavy thing." Off you go. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> there's not even a question about it. Yeah, yeah. Tim like, trucking and- back issue. <laughs> yeah. Tim Truckin and Tuckin and I used to work for this company and the daughter of the owners would frequently request us to move things with our quote man muscles. Oh, oh I hate that. That's yeah. the worst. Yeah. And, uh, 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 and not female employees because 
they're they're female employees, but that's totally yeah. okay because you guys are yeah. men and you men. shouldn't have feelings, muscles. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you complain, well, that and that's the point. Okay. So, like, um, I will I will quickly address the cartoonishness of it. Um, back in a past life, one of the worst jobs I ever had was working for um, City Financial, which was like a division of Citibank, which gave ridiculously high interest loans to people who had gotten like store credit cards that were about to run out. So we were had to call them and get them, you know, like try to flip them into another loan that was like, you know, still like around like 28, 35%, like just absurdly high the worst job. I hated that job who I also got sexually harassed by the boss of that job. Um, it's not an entertainingly enough, uh, story to, to bring up. I, I will bring up some of them, some of the other sexual harassments that actually happened, what it actually looks like, but we had to watch a video on, uh, racism in terms of giving out loans. And in the video that we watched, it was like, stupidly comical in terms of like, you know, like this black, this happy, well dappered black couple coming in and they were trying to get a loan. And like the guy and the working bank teller desk, is wearing was, a fucking clan hood. Pretty and much. He's just like, he was like, you like, N words, um, get out of my fucking bank. And you're just like, wow, that's unacceptable. <laughs> I won't do that. No, it was like, it was like, um, I'm afraid we just don't have a product for you, but you haven't even punched in our, our, our information yet. Well, I see, you know, it's just, and there was another one where it was like, uh, like a Muslim couple coming to the thing. And the guy was like sprinting for the door to like lock it and be like, sorry, we're closed. Like, it was like My it name's was so Robbie ridiculous. racist. And I am. <laughs> it was like John rocker. You know, it's just like, it's just ridiculous. And, and I remember watching it. We were howling, just howling at this thing. And like the, our, our lady boss, who who had you know who called upon us for man muscles all the time? Uh, she she was like upset that we were laughing at this because it was ridiculously comical. There was not a single ounce of anything in there that would have been applicable to how we did business. Like we yeah. just didn't. It just didn't work out that way. But um, yeah, no, there's man, all like, these stats that are like uh, the. EEOC, which I don't remember what the thing is, what the what that stands for, but it's the Equal Opportunity Employment Commission, EOEC. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're like, sounds like a grift. <clears throat> we received 7,500 complaints of, of workplace harassment and discrimination in, in 2020 2013. or 2019 yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like, okay, but, and then, and we, there was settlements of $40.6 million. And it's like, okay, how many of those resulted in those settlements and how many were just like, my boss is not nice to me and I think they should be. Because mm. the problem is that what what's happened is it gets so vague, they make it such a uh, grand ca categories of things. Of Like, it could be considered harassment if we had a third person in this room and they don't like the conversation that we're having. Like, well, fucking leave. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it's harassment I'll, I'll tell you if, what it... I'll tell you what it really looks like. Um, so I had a job uh, where, you know, like, I don't know, most major cities have this where they have those annoying people that stand outside with like the clipboards and like the vests and they sign people up for charities for like monthly donations. Mm -hmm. And the one in Vancouver was run by three gay guys and they were the heads that they owned it. They ran the business across the country, but like they were woefully inappropriate all the time. 
Yeah. And they would come into the office because we'd be running things and like actually like doing our jobs. And every time they'd come in, we'd have the one main manager guy, also gay, who would just like kiss their ass so bad. And like, I, I'm, I don't put off that vibe. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm, I'm kind of masculine. And, and I remember when, cause I got promoted to like uh, a program manager at, at this thing. So I had like a, a staff beneath me and all this kind of stuff, but like we would have to go and report to these three assholes for like our numbers and stuff like that and bringing this stuff up. And I just, I'll never forget it. The one guy just casually put, he, you know, he's like a, like a, like a, like a, like a total gay hippie. And he like takes this gross Birkenstock feet and puts them onto like the table. And he's like, Hey Chaco, um, before this meeting's over, uh, tell us about your sex life. How's your sex life going? And I was like, uh, no, no, I don't think I'm going to talk about my sex life. He's like, Oh, come on. We're, we all are all open here. I mean, like you, we don't know enough about you. And we just promoted you to this, to this position. I mean, how are we supposed to know who we've put in position of these things? If we don't know anything about your sex life. And I was like, you're still not going to know anything about my sex life. Can I leave only after you've told us about your sex life? And I was like, that is, that is not, that's, that's, and like, I quit like a week later. Like it was, it took me a little bit of time, but I was like, this is, this is not good. This is not yeah. good at all. And like, I mean, the weird part is like, to who do you go? To whom do you go? There was like, does HR give a shit? They're not going to believe you. Not at this place. They're not going to believe you. And then on top of it, this was a kind of an office. So like I got this job and I was in there and I was like, I would have to like punch in a bunch of numbers afterwards and make my schedules and fit everybody around and do all this kind of stuff. And I'll never forget it, man. Like it was like, it was one of those like hip young, you know, offices where everybody's like, you know, like super lefty. And I was like, I was like the libertarian. So I stuck out, you know, like, but like, you know, like, oh, well, we'll all smoke pot together. That's fine. I mean, we're all on the same team for that. Bah. But like, I was like dating Mrs. Chaco at the time. And they, they, everybody knew that everybody met her. She'd been to like staff parties and stuff. But like th there was this one gal who worked with us and she like thought it was appropriate while I was doing this thing to like come and try to sit on my lap while I was like doing the, doing the, uh, the thing and like lean back and it's like, uh, no, <laughs> uh, no. Right. And like, this is the thing that bugged me about, it. I, I pushed her off. I was like, you don't do that. You're not going to do that again. That's just not going to happen. And like, what bugged me is, is like the guys who asked me about my sex life, they knew about, because I came to them after like, you gotta, this chick has tried to do this like two, three times. You need to like get, you need to get a handle on this. I, or, or else I'm going to make a big scene. Right. And they knew I was above that and they still did this sex life shit anyway. And yeah. it's like, that's what real sexual harassment looks like. That's what real sexual harassment looks like. Cause you hostile feel, work environment. <clears throat> you feel fucking gross. Like you feel disgusting. And so like, that was, that was what happened. And it was like, it, it was not a good scene. I, I look, man, I love my job now because I work at home. Yeah. I don't have to deal with any and of those kind of things. Get sexually I deal harassed with, by your assistant all the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, um, yeah, man. Like, and, and like none of, what bugs me about those things too, is again, all of those are straight white males, well, except for the video you just showed us. That is a rare, that's a rare Pepe right there. And uh, here's, oh. here's this, this one, this, uh, Oh, we got another one. Me, 
Oh, I need to. This oh shit. This, this one. one is a lot more uh, normal. So okay, this guy Whenever wants to get with this girl. Okay. Plans this weekend? No, nothing She's trying special. Trying to ask her out. How about you? Well, that all depends on your answer. Oh, Zach. Yeah. Oh, come on. You act like you're not into me, but we both know better. We can go to dinner. I know a great spot right on the water. Not... I, I really need to get this ready for the meeting. And here's the hero of our story. Okay. <laughs> of course. Oh. Um, Are you serious? You want, want this empty coffee jug? Zach. You oh. want this empty coffee jug? One of the most important ways that members... Oh my God! Oh, wait, we got so, a voiceover on this one. No, so we won't watch this whole one because it takes too fucking long. Just look at but, the guy's face in the background. Describe to the okay, because because people are just listening. There's going to be a whole bunch of people just listening. So there's him, a because, there's like a seven foot tall dude in a turban, uh, <laughs> and he has a look on his face. The fact that like these are all the worst actors you've ever seen. Oh, totally. And he has a look on his face like it's not shock or disappointment which is what you would think when you see a person childishly holding something <laughs> away from another human being and and, and but he's just kind of looking there well it has this dumb deer in the headlights look at the back of this dude's head so the whole rest of this video is just like option one guy in the turban uh intervenes directly and he's like hey white guy you stop doing that and the white guy's like i guess i will and then like everyone lives happily ever after where it's like or you can you can go these indirect routes and it's just like twilight zone alternate ending after twilight zone alternate ending for six minutes and you're just like yeah oh. i got it you don't ha have to you know create an altercation you can just end it but like that guy had no game. That's that's the thing. That's the typical video. The typical video is the white guy, and it's that same guy in a bunch of the videos. And then there's a bald guy who I think was in an episode of Seinfeld, who was in a couple <laughs> of them. And I spent a lot of the training trying to figure out who the fuck that guy was. And uh, so one thing that's frustrating for me with this harassment deal, right, is they have the categories. It's like race, religion, uh, uh what is it? It's race, religion, age, disability, uh, th those kinds of things, sexuality and like sexuality includes gender identity and whether or not you're transgender and, you know, it can be like <sighs> genetic material you have in you. Age, though, it's discrimination if you discriminate against an old person. But if mm. you're the new guy, the young guy in the department and they call you kid. That's totally fine. No problem. If they tell no you problem. when you get uh, talked to condescendingly by someone because they look at you and go like, what are you, 30 and you run this venue? You can't possibly do that. Totally no. fine. You're not no. over 40. Religion, I get. But what's not on there that should be, in my opinion, is uh, political belief. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's totally okay to create a hostile work environment or a hostile industry like theater against people who believe different political beliefs than you do. But, and, and you can like, people will get into these awful discussions about politics in the office, regardless of being left or right. Just a thing like Thanksgiving dinner shouldn't be discussed in the workplace. It's not conducive to the work environment, but it's not in there as a discrimination thing because they don't want to get nailed for discriminating against conservatives because that's what they right. want to do. 
They put and and they say, <laughs> well, it's it, these are things that are you, you shouldn't be discriminated for some things that are inherent to you. Mm. Uh, politics is a choice, but religion's also a choice, regardless of uh, you know if it's the one true way or anything like that. You choose your religion. You 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 grow up and you embrace yeah. it. You leave it and come well, back to it. You grow yeah. up in one ch- church and go to another. Look, it's faith. It's, faith is implies a will, right? So faith yeah. implies a will. Okay. So yeah, I get that. But like, yeah, your point about the uh, politics. I I mentioned earlier that I bought a uh, something from the NHL store, and it was the first time I'd done it in a long time. But I'll never forget. <clears throat> um, I went. The Calgary Flames were my favorite team, and they had a this uh, a chain of stores called the Fanatic. Fan attic. Fan attic, yeah. Yeah, fan attic. And We've so we go to this, we have them down here. So I went to this Calgary Flames fan attic and I'm buying a jersey for my dad for his birthday. And while I'm there, there the TV's on and Trump had just been elected. And like I like it was I think it was around like inauguration or something along it was no, no, it would have been like it was like a year later. Not even, it was like in April. So like um, the TV's on and it wasn't even Trump. It was Newt Gingrich. It was not even Trump. It was Newt Gingrich talking. And the girl behind the counter just just looks up the, at the TV, the employee, and is like, and turns to her other, her, her other coworker and is like, oh, I hate Donald fucking Trump so bad. I wish somebody would kill him. I wish somebody would murder him and shoot him right now on that stage. And I was like, first of all, it's not even Donald Trump. So you're just like all white, like old white guys look the same to you. Secondly, I'm right in front of you. You don't know anything about me. I'm trying to buy stuff from this, this store. And you're saying this, that's woefully inappropriate. You're, you're talking about assassination, right? Like I mean, you're talking about something that's completely and totally inappropriate at the store. So I like took it upon myself. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write the, I'm going to contact the, the, the Calgary flames and like their merchandise. And like, I, they need to know this. This is not okay. Right. I'm and not trying to like, cancel things, but like, this is, bullshit. we also hate Donald Trump. Fuck you. And the guy's like, thanks for bringing it to my attention. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to nothing. Like you're not, mm, no, not really. Like not even an apology. Like not like, sorry, you had to hear that or, no, not, not even nothing. a fake apology to keep you as a customer to just no, be like, they oh, don't, they I'm don't sorry. give a shit. They, no, they don't. I've supported the team for years, for decades. I, I would go when the team was garbage. I wrote about the team. I like, I I've, I've been paid to write about the team. I have, I have done so much to support the team and that's not the reason I gave up on them completely, but that was real close. That was real yeah. close. And but, to visit like, that kind another- of garbage. Another NHL example that Ivan Povarov, it's kind of a oh, hostile yeah. work environment when they're like, hey, you have to wear this symbol that you disagree with. Like, yeah. people want to make it out where he's the devil and he's the discriminatory one. People wanted but, him out of the league and, like, be fined, like, $5 million and for hate. For, for hate. And it's just like, yeah. well, that is that person's religion, which according to everything that I'm seeing. So, like, there are, there are rules, but... It's kind of they're just like they're soft rules. They're not really rules. They're not rules. They're not enough of them to really uh, create a work environment that is, you know, purely conducive for work. 
Right. But they're and but they're vague enough to like say, oh, uh, Tab, you know, you posted this thing on Facebook about how you don't agree with gays in the military, and uh, Brenda didn't like that. She feels like you're creating hostile work environments. Like, well, Brenda, stop fucking following me on Facebook. How about that? How fucking easy is that? But we don't live in that world anymore. There always has to be the uh, a daddy, a daddy government, a daddy uh, business, a daddy internet provider that will that we can go to and be like, you need to destroy this person that thinks things different than me. Well, it's like the BLM kneeling, right? Like the, I mm-hmm. used to watch football, and then that shit was happening. I was like, ah, f- football sucks. <laughs> you know, like I'm not going to watch yeah. football anymore. This is garbage. Cause it got political and it was all about kneeling and it was all, and then like, like take the time, they take the time to like stop the games. Like the British footballers like, didn't even happen in your country. And you're still kneeling. You're still taking a knee for this thing. And it's just ridiculous. It's just, it's just <laughs> faith implies a will. <laughs> um, anyways, you know, the, 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 this is the thing, man. Like it's, it's, um, it, it, it it's so political and only it's all one-sided. It's, one hundred percent one side, dude. They're not even singing your regular national anthem anymore. You got the the black national anthem is the now the national anthem of football games. My preference just, would just be to not have the national anthem be played on television because it sucks. <laughs> it's not a good song. Yeah, and so this. Oh, speaking of national anthems and and speaking of cultural vandalism, Justin Trudeau when he got in, he changed the Canadian national anthem because it was like uh, our sons command, right? On our sons command, it was talking about the sons you sent off to war. But now it's like on all of, all of our command. It doesn't mean the same thing. It means different. It's just, anyways, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a, uh, I don't feel like these trainings are helpful in any way because they don't actually give you tools for mm-hmm. helping in those types of situations. And they don't actually discourage people from the train of thought that leads to workplace harassment and discrimination. Um, all they do is let your big corporation cover their ass uh, it makes people like the people that make these videos a lot of money because they charge corporations a shitload of money to like they shit this video out in 2020. The cop, the the uh, copyrights say right at the bottom of it. The email that I got was like new revised harassment training because I took fucking harassment training when I started the fucking job in June. So I took it in June and then I fucking took this one again. I had to take a fucking harassment training to take the glass blowing class that I'm taking across the river. It's just like I I had to fucking take Title IX training every fucking year in college. I fucking know. Everyone yeah. fucking knows these days. But it's all Welcome demoralization. Welcome to fucking 2023. Yeah, it's, it's just demoralizing. It's making you feel like crap all the time. And so you don't do anything. You feel powerless. And you feel like you can't do a, a thing to why stop are, it. Why are men all single and alone and incels and MGTOWs and all these people like Jordan Peterson are popular? It's because we've been taught that we can't fucking talk to a woman in the workplace, which is where a lot of people meet their fucking spouses. You can't mm. fucking talk to a girl in college anymore because if you no. fucking don't do a hundred million right things like they don't have trainings to be like hey ladies men are awkward around you they get nervous they think you're real pretty maybe you should cut them some fucking slack here's some percentages on men's height and women's height here's some percentages on the earnings of people oh you won't date a man that's under six foot tall and you're five foot one that's totally fucking okay you won't date a woman that's uh, that's over uh, 150 pounds what's your fucking deal then 
Yeah. Like these are the double standards we have in the world and you can't like place. point those out or no. everything will be a fucking problem. And so here we are a bunch of cucks to a system that does not give a single fuck about us makes us sit through hours of these kinds of things just so they can be like, we did it and then avoid a lawsuit later on down the line. Because well, if he harassed you, it's not because we didn't do anything about it. It's because it's his fucking fault. We're not paying a a fucking dime and then these companies yeah these companies come out and they go well if you you know it's been proven if you do our training you're much less likely to face a big settlement in a lawsuit so you pay us one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year for our revised harassment training that we filmed fucking three years ago and you Mm -hmm. just make your employees sit through it they'll sit through it while they fuck around on their phones or do literally anything else and once they're fucking done with it, then everyone goes like, check mark, check it off. Here we go. Yeah. We're all good to go. Don't go, get out there and do some real harassing. Don't tell any fucking jokes. Don't have a fucking personality. Uh, these will be all too cartoonishly to be applicable to fucking anything. And mm. the rules, they don't even fucking matter because they're being enforced by petty, worthless tyrants who just sit on their little fucking high horse and pass judgment and go, it's like that fucking cartoon. The handsome guy asked the woman out to dinner. Ooh, yeah. yes, I'd love to. The fat, yeah. ugly guy asked her out to dinner and HR? she's like, hello, HR. Yeah. That's where we are. Well, and also, like, we've missed the category. Um, the... Uh, we're going to see a lot more harassment towards the unvaccinated and those who don't want to wear PPE, like masks and stuff like that. We went through that. That happened, right? Like, I mean, my, my sister, by the way, I'm going to give a birthday shout out to my sister. She turned the big four Oh today and uh, uh, she might be watching. We'll see. Um, But uh, uh, you know, she had to endure quite a bit at her workplace. She was the last holdout. They tried to get her to get the vaccine so bad. She had people that wouldn't even talk to her at work. Then all of a sudden they made it so she couldn't even work from the office. She had to work from home, which she was fine with. But at the same time, she, in her, in her job had to like deliver documents. You have to go there and they, they wouldn't even let her in the building. She would, they would take it from her. And then all of a sudden it went away and everybody's pretending that nothing happened. It's like, yeah, it's, it's insane. All the other ones. Now it's trending on Twitter or quit. Yeah, yeah. And then, now it's trending on Twitter. The mass did nothing. So what? What we were saying fucking three years ago, completely unacceptable. Now the gospel truth. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like you, you, you don't need to be Nostradamus. Like it's, it's not that hard to see what's happening here. And you, you know, you, you, you just read the signs. You go, look, look, man. Like uh, this was rushed. It's never, nothing's been rushed this way. What Nobody ever had to wear a mask before. We used to laugh at the Asian people that would wear all the time. We're like, oh, they must be sick. And I guess don't go around them. They're sick. If you're sick, but not like if you're not sick, that's ridiculous. But like, oh, but we don't know how it spreads. And we don't know. It's yeah, a novel. Yeah, you don't it's know a how novel it spreads. Virus. Yeah, exactly. It, it, so. It's like this like this could be the Andromeda strain. It could not follow any of the normal ways Please? that life has existed for Can we get that now? years. <laughs> I want the Andromeda strength. Can we do Me this too. now? Is this time? Wipe us out, man. Oh, Wipe my goodness. Anyways. Anyway. Well, this has co- been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm El Chaco. We'll catch you guys next week. Ciao, ciao.
If you want to call into the Here's Round Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord under the voicemail upload channel. I've got one here in voicemail upload that's specifically for you, Joel, from a friend of the show. Sage. No, it's not Sage. It's uh, A-G-S-S-Y-Z, which I found out is from... Oh, it was from some, it was from FF1, FF0, some racing game on PlayStation. Okay. Hey, Joel. I hated your HWIDG about brainwashing. You sound like my mom who's been saying that the rapture is going to happen soon ever since Obama got elected in 2008. So I got three questions for you. Do you believe, one, the rapture is coming? No. No, I don't. No. Two. Nothing can happen that's outside of God's plan. And uh, nothing. Do do I believe that nothing can happen outside of God's plan? No, I, I I'm not a Calvinist. I believe in free will. <laughs> okay. Three. God protects His flock. If your answer was yes to all three, stop worrying about it because. Every- do you believe that God uh, protects His flock? Well, yeah. I mean, no, God wills for you the best things for you because he loves you because he's awesome. Um, and uh, so when it comes to does he protect his flock? Uh, yeah, but he also lets us like, dude, I'm a Catholic. <laughs> like, We had martyrs, like people died for their faith. Like, so, you know, like when it comes to like thinking about uh, what's going to happen to people, I'm not like one of these people who's like, you know, I don't need to wear a seatbelt because uh, God loves me and he's not going to let me crash. Like, I'm not like that at all. Like, I I do believe in free will. And I think that you, what you, I think your actions matter. And I think uh, that, um, I think that uh, um, works matter. <laughs> That's going to piss off some Protestants, but I do. I think that the, yeah, I, I believe that there are some prophecies, but I think that there, a lot of them are conditional and uh, things can change. And, uh, you know, if, I mean, this guy doesn't sound like he believes in the Bible or in God, or, or maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But, um, you know, like, I mean, we have tales in the Bible, like Nineveh, where jo- Jonah um, was given a, like, given a message from God to go and pass along a warning to the people of Nineveh to, you know, get their shit together. And they listened and they, and he said, like, if you, if you don't, you're going to get smited. You're going to get, you're going to wiped out. And so they, got their shit together and they didn't get smited. So, you know, no, I, I, first off, I don't believe in the rapture. That's not a Catholic belief at all. Uh, and I do believe in free will. So I hope I've answered all three of your questions, but if you're upset about what was upsetting about him to him, was it the, the well, brain, no, he, he's, the he's brain got stuff? a sign off. He's got a sign off. Okay. Worrying about it because everything is going according to God's plan. Thank you. So stop worrying about it. Cause everything's going to God's plan. So, well, I mean, define worry. <laughs> you know, like I'm allowed to opine that something's going to suck uh, and it's not going to be fun. It's not going to go through. But like the brainwave stuff, like, dude, I was just reading about um, today. I was reading about how like the meta guys are saying like they believe the VR headsets and stuff are going to be more popular than cell phones, like smartphones by 2027. And I'm like, no, it's Ugh. not. There's no way. No. But like, you know, because you're, 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 you're like, I'm in Paraguay. There's people here with like old Blackberries. Like that's as good as a smartphone as they get. And like, um, 
you're, you're saying that it's going to be more popular. We're going to have like what, like 10 billion or 4 billion VR headsets out there in the world. Like it's not going to happen, but you know, like when you bring up these things, like I'm also not like a fatalist that believes like, well, you know, uh, we shouldn't do anything. I mean, it's like, just, just, sit back and like this guy sounds like a calvinist <laughs> it's just you know like doesn't believe in free will or anything like that so yeah no i'm uh, i disagree <laughs> do we have more voicemails yeah we do uh this one's from player four what's up tab and co-host this is player four here i'm just calling to comment on the state of the show i really like the mix of co-hosts you got you got tab or, well, you're not the co-host, you're the host, but you got Chaco, you know, you guys talk about, like, religion, philosophy, morality. Those episodes are always really interesting. You got Buck, which are my favorite, you know, the working man's co-host. You guys talk about problems you have at work, and uh, I don't know, I just like hearing you guys bitch. You guys just seem to love to bitch to each other, so it's great. <laughs> and then you got Tim, where you guys talk about media, and you got Tony, you guys talk about media? I think it's time you ask Tony. I think he's not working. And I think he's oh, no. to have a perfect replacement or a oh, perfect no. style of replacement. Instead of having two media co-hosts, what if you had a racist co-host and you guys could just talk about, you know, black people and Jews and Middle Easterns and Mexicans? You could pick, like, like Carl from Who Are These Podcasts <laughs> or Anthony Cumia or something. I don't know. Just... Get a racist uh, on the show. All right. Call me back, Nick. Did he, did, did, he just, <laughs> did he just give us the N-word pass? <laughs> uh, the um I so Tim and I also talk about like theater and production. I think that's the that's true. That's yes. the big difference. Yes. And, and like, the other thing is that Tim and you, like, it's like it's like long term buddies. You know what I mean? Like oh, that, we've that's been friends like, for twenty years. Yeah, that's uh, like 15, almost 20 years. Yeah, that's Which like a whole crazy. other that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, I, what I like about Tony, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to back up Tony here and, and throw him throw him put him over. What I like about Tony is, is like I love that, like that there, one of us has something to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, like that he has to like disavow and do all that. I, that, 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 that stuff always, always is great. And like, he also has this like, sort of like, uh, not, a, not a victim uh, personality, but like, you know, just the idea that people bring up about the stuff about like, you know, the eyeball stuff and all this kind of stuff. Like he has like a, a completely different vibe than the rest of us. So I, I, I disagree. I also really like the Tony episodes, uh, even though like we're, we're very different episodes like this guy is pointing out, but, uh, yeah, man, I gotta say, you know, uh, I think the mix is great. And, uh, I, and I think he nailed it for the most part there. Um, wait, hold on. Uh, if we're, if we're going to bring on a, a, a racist, uh, host, can we just get Claude Adams in now? <laughs> I guess that would be Who's the, uh, I don't know who that is. Scott Adams, Scott Adams, oh. the Dilbert cartoonist, yeah. uh, or, or maybe we can bring in yay for, for an episode or two. We'll see. You know, we, we well, need I, some people of color here. <laughs> I think what maybe we haven't considered is what if I am just the racist co-host? Well, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> uh, uh, here's another Anyways. 
Hey, this goes to the uh, pizza manager dude. Uh, pro tip, we have a voicemail. Uh, you need to talk into the microphone. Uh, trust me, I have about five years with autistic voice notes where I, like, you can hear me on the phone, right? So that's why, you know, either people love me or hate me, right? Because you can hear me. I'm not going like this or talking away on the phone. I'm getting bad at nothing. I'm yelling on the phone the entire time. Uh, I appreciate it. And staged, I am not that autistic. But. Um... I used to like when we were going over like comics, we used to like, um, like Bill Burr was one that I used to like and I can't stand now. Um, but I don't like, know that I can't stand him anymore, but I do like his, his comedy's fine. His podcast personality is, is unlistenable. Yeah. yeah he, he's just completely unlistenable. Okay, I completely agree with you on that then. Yeah. But like, I will play into this. I love when he does, when he plays, like he's got good microphone skills in terms of like he'll talk into it, but then he'll like to add a punchline thing. He'll duck off into the corner, you know, like and then come back to it. Like I love that. I did like that. That was always something that I always liked. Like even when he, I think one of his his um, sponsors was always Zip Recruiter, and he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, you know, uh, you, you you go to Zip. And then come back back to it again. And like, that was like, that was his like the little catch thing. The only way to make a stupid website about how to like find employees funny. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, you must, is this close must enough? Be like a lot of, there must be the a microphone? lot of HRP, HR people that listen to podcasts cause they have nothing better to do with their, their work day. Well, and that's the, why the white guys reviews. aren't sexually harassing enough and the women aren't asking their <laughs> employees to fuck. <laughs> I'm talking about sex. Sex. I know with you and doing <laughs> this thing right here. That's the way that should end. Like, oh no, Carol. I know you're talking about sex. I'm not that autistic. <laughs> oh, we got two more. Yeah, here's what I don't get. Uh, people who are able to uh, rewatch TV shows like just over and over and over. Uh, mainly like people like The Office. Like I have a couple of them, like maybe that 70s show or uh, House, but uh, I've I maybe did it once, but it's just, it, I I don't know if it's just my fucking autism, but just rewatching something, it's like you get, you get those like little memories of like, oh, I think I remember what's happened, happens next and then happens, and it's like, I, I kind of remember it. it. It's just so fucking frustrating for whatever reason. I have to have something fucking brand new to watch because otherwise, yeah, I, I get in that loop of like, oh, I know it's going to come next. And, and then, hey, yeah, and then it happens. And it's just like, I just don't fucking get it. I feel personally attacked. Yeah, because you love rewatching old shows. I pretty much only rewatch old shows. Like, I, I play a game where I see how long it takes me to name either the title or a plot summary of an episode of Star Trek. And I'm I'm really fucking good. Like I'm I I'm gonna say I'm in a league of my own, but I'm the only <laughs> person that's playing this game. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh but like no, I, that's I why like I love Plex because like I will just if I'm if I'm I hate that decision fatigue of I'm gonna I wanna watch something, I've got like half an hour, I've got an hour or two. I still like, gotta well, share maybe, my Plex with you. Yeah, maybe I'll watch this thing what and I'm what I end up doing more times than anything is I'll just go into Seinfeld or mash 
and I'll go to the shuffle function and I'll just hit shuffle. Play me a random episode. I'm guaranteed to enjoy it, even though I probably know the jokes, but I can like watch it and I can have a little chuckle and I can kill 20 or 30 minutes. And then it's like, all right, now I need to go to work or now I need to go to like this thing that I was going to go do, or now I need to get back to cleaning the house. Like they're like uh, the, the half hour sitcoms. Perfect. Yes. For that like little bit of downtime, but not too much, not like a one hour show or a whole movie, but it's also the shuffle, the ability to not just be like one episode after another, after another, after another, kind of like mixes up in your brain to be able to well, enjoy it, things. It reenacts like when you used to have like t- television and just yeah. like, you know, like, and then just like, oh, Cheers is on. Which one is it? Oh, great. It's the, you know, Eddie guys, you know, episode or whatever. Yeah. yeah like, um, yeah, I, I I feel you. There's only a, a tiny amount of shows that I rewatch. Uh, one that we kind of revisit often, like every few years, we come back to it as we watch all of Arrested, not all of Arrested Development, but the first, the first three, three seasons, seasons. of it. Yeah. yeah, the first three seasons of it. I'll give a little bit of time to the fourth. The fourth was like artsy and different. They did what they could with it, but like the the first two seasons are great. The third season's like it's good. Um, uh, I used to really like the British office. Um, the, like I used to watch that one a lot, but now I can't really enjoy it as much as I used to. I mean, maybe just cause depressing, uh, comedy doesn't do it for me anymore. <laughs> um, I used to like the Simpsons for rewatchability, at least the first like eight seasons, maybe that, uh, you know, like I, we used to have a bunch of the DVDs of those, but we just kind of, got over it yeah um and uh let's see police squad that's a really good show to rewatch. never watched it but yeah i should put that on my my it's on my plaque so i'll let you on (laughs) here's the thing though uh we're uh yeah we'll have to talk about that after the show sure because i've been having some plex issues we should talk about so all right i've got uh one more voicemail here it's it's i believe it's from andy it's 5 a.m and then editing a picture of a Shaolin monk to make it look so like I'm, I'm going to run to the bathroom. A small <laughs> Early, what, you, what did I do to deserve this? With the subject line, <laughs> Go fuck yourself. It's from someone who just read my website for the first time. The sender goes on to call me a pathetic virgin and a homo. He ends the email by saying that he prays that I get cancer. My name is Maddox. And I'm the author of the website, the best page in the universe. My site started out as my personal homepage back in 1997. And since then, it is a massive following. Guys, I don't have a stop button. Word of mouth and, and he's gone. Ever wonder where all those email forwards that your friends said you come from? Me neither. Nevertheless, some of the content comes from me. I don't send the emails to you, but my material gets passed around anyway until several months later someone will forward a copy of my own work back to me telling me to check out what this asshole wrote. It's flattering at first until someone accuses me of plagiarizing myself. One thing that separates my site from the majority of others is that I don't have advertisements, pop-ups, epileptic spasm banners, or any other obnoxious bullshit that makes the internet unbearable. He's not giving advertisements. He's like his version of Mad Whatever I want without like self-censorship. Pretending to be mad. But it a tremendous cost to me. I'm giving up twelve thousand dollars a month to bring my site to the masses. 
censorship and annoyance free. It sounds that like he's reading that. a Maddox article, maybe. But he the bandwidth is. it takes to host my site <laughs> straight up reading most it. people's mortgage payments. <laughs> I remember that. So post. After running the site for three years, you're probably wondering why I'm publishing a book now. Simple <laughs> money. I want as much money as possible. I want to go to exclusive Hollywood parties where I'll feel insane using the word amazing. As oh, this now. is his announcement of the alphabet mainland. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want to be so rich that instead of having my henchmen <laughs> kill people, I can do it myself in broad daylight in front of the chief judge of the Supreme Court while I download music illegally from the internet. Also, not having to eat ramen soup ever again would be nice. The other question you're probably wondering is, what does Maddox know about manliness? <laughs> <laughs> I would refer you to the hair of my daughter. I have oh, never worried to know. I'll show you the hair of my back. <laughs> I don't wear a shirt to work for an entire month. I love the $12,000 mortgage payment uh, uh, comment <laughs> What a moron. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Andy. Uh, I uh, had to. Uh, we need more people to rewatching old shows so they stop remaking them. The, yes. The thing, the thing about, yeah, the rewatch, too, is that, like, you, I know I'm not going to watch an episode of Seinfeld and they're going to be like, oh, and, you know, how the income gap is a big problem. No, no, though, okay, but that's the thing is we could be politically incorrect. You could point out those ironies. You could be funny. Uh, like, I mean, don't they have like disclaimers in front of like friends now and stuff like that? Like, oh, they got disclaimers in front of everything anymore. If they're not okay. just like they, they just remove episodes. That's the problem with the, the persistent now that we live in is that yeah. they'll just take a sh an episode of Ministry a show of truth. out of, off of Netflix or, or Amazon or whatever. Just like, yeah, this episode's only tw this season's only twenty three episodes, not twenty four. And it's like, doesn't it well, make you want to like go find that episode more though? Like well, no, that's why I believe now that torrenting is a moral imperative. Like, it is absolutely a requirement if you love a um, a product to own it in a in a way that can be shared with people and that you can like always protect so yeah having a blu-ray or dvd having the physical book is great but having like a drm free pdf that when someone says like oh, i'm reading james and the giant peach and you know the the two women don't seem that bad anymore you can yeah. be like oh that's because it's been cucked beyond belief and now <sighs> instead of starring james it stars janelle and you know and here's the actual version that I'll send to you as a PDF so you can read it on your phone because that's the way you read things like a moron. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in physical media, but I, I hear your point big time. And that's why, again, I'm always like, yeah, I'll share my share my plaques with people. Like, why not? Like my friends? Like, you know, like, I mean, you, you know, I, absolutely. You know, like you and I are going to do a movie – watch at some point and actually it was funny because i could have sworn i had no holds barred on my plex but i didn't um i actually watched it on netflix like in like 2014 
And so I ended up going out of my way, going on eBay, finding a three Hulk Hogan movie um, DVD set, which comes with like Suburban Commando and Mr. Nanny, which I guess you and I probably will have to work through all three of them if, if, if time permits. Uh, not on the same day, of course. You can only take so much Terry Hulk Hogan Balea uh, <laughs> at, at any time. But like it's those things because you like uh, going back to like the WWE network, like I bought DVDs of like old WrestleManias, but I didn't get them. Like you almost need the old VHS tapes because they do this weird thing because they changed from the WWF to the WWE. Anything that was WWF, the, the, they'll blur out the logo and it's like on the turnbuckles or it's on like their like shirts and stuff like that. And it's like borderline unwatchable. Because like it's this blurryness, I was, and then then you watch on like the network, and they do a whole bunch of editing and doing all that kind of stuff. It's all rewriting history. It's all like you know you have to catch it live, and there's nobody's catching things live anymore, right? Like yeah. so, you have to protect these things, and I'm all about that. I used to be a huge proponent against uh, BitTorrents and 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 stuff like that, but I'm loosening on it. Because again, like it's, it's a survival mechanism at this point in time. And also too, most of the providers are set on Netflix, Disney plus, I'm not going to do anything with those guys. I'm not, I'm not dealing yeah. with them. I'm not giving them money to make garbage. So well, and as they, as they get rid of physical media and as they, they change the things that you used to have, like uh, sometimes that's the only way to get that. Like, yeah, you can find an out of print copy of rhinestone, but you know what you can definitely find is a, a the torrent of it. Like yeah. there are people that keep it up. There, there are lots of movies like that that like they went out of print and they just never put them out again. Like True Lies. True Lies is really? unavailable on Blu-ray because James Cameron won't fucking sit down for two hours and watch the fucking Blu-ray remaster and go, yeah, go ahead and release this. So the only way to get it in 1080 is to torrent it. There aren't DVDs being made of it anymore. So no. like whatever DVDs are out there in the wild are what you got. Yeah, you wow. can watch on Netflix. You can watch on Amazon for this month that it's there, this month that it's not. Yeah. But you can't like you can't buy a digital copy of it in 1080 and you can't get a blu-ray copy of it so like what and it's all because he's been filming that fucking piece of shit avatar two three four five and six fucking moron <laughs> oh man well hey man it's been good uh having this chance uh catching up and all that kind of stuff so uh hopefully well i guess i'll see you again on episode three thirty three one or three thirty yeah something something like Somewhere that all right, man. God bless. Have a good one. Take it easy. Cheers.